Hello and welcome to Drop Frame Zeke. Did you get your mic working? Nothing. <laughs> Zeke's working on his mic. We'll figure it out. He thinks it's on my end. I don't think it's on my end. I'm looking at everything and you're good. Code talk real quick. Oh, got it. Wait. No, no I'm I, just kidding. Okay. Co's trolling me. Burke's <laughs> laugh got me. I was like, oh, oh God, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, Zeke. We'll, uh, we'll figure it out in tandem. It'll be fine. Uh, Burke, we heard you laugh. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Going good. How you guys doing? Doing pretty good. I like your room setup. Can I turn your green screen off for a second so people can see yeah. this? By all means, go okay. ahead. Okay, I want people to be warned. This might be a flashbang if you're playing, uh, if you've played Counter Strike before. This is his room. <laughs> it's his, it's greener than mine <laughs> or used to be. Uh, I like the soundproofing as well. You went with the green floor though. Yeah. Were you the first person to order that floor from the company? This no. This is uh, <laughs> uh, I, 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 I think they put the. I don't even remember where I even got these. The size was wrong. Like okay. I thought they were going to be way bigger, but they ended up being like little small little guys. But uh, I just kept Googling for on Amazon constantly uh, for any kind of green flooring that was like the spongy foam. And eventually I found like, like a couple brands that were making it. And I thought, hey, kind of works out. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of oh, it looks perfect. It, it looks great. Yeah, it's it looks very. I think good. I ordered those exact same thing for my VR room. Actually, uh, they're supposed to be here next week. Yeah, <laughs> so they just love it. They look good. They're just don't floor move. panels that you can put on top of like normal tile or whatever. Normal normal yeah. flat panels. Okay. Yeah. Makes yeah. They're, like, you have, they're like puzzle pieces, right? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Don't move. I was really worried about that. If I'm gonna do a lot of VR and when I've given it a good workout, it doesn't move. So. Once it's, once it's down, it's down. It doesn't move. I was really worried about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it looks great. So now the panels are uh, PSY acoustic panels. Ah, those are probably a little pricey. Are they not? They're a little pricey. Yeah, but they're high quality. They they have completely removed the echo from this room. Yeah, that's good. It's super bad. Nothing, Zeke. <laughs> no, it looks good. So they, they're I, so good that they're absorbing Zeke's audio completely. It's true. Yeah. You can't hear anything. It's Burke's fault this time around, per usual. So I do have a question. How are you doing uh, in terms of your broadcast? I'll have to open up a uh, yesterday's broadcast, maybe. How are you doing the like this stuff? I say this stuff, and then chat doesn't say anything. How are you doing this stuff? Like what's real and what's not here? Because like this, uh, this stuff uh, is obviously real. Everything's real. What are you talking about? Oh, it's all real. Okay, that's, why, that's how we're gonna play this part. That's how we're gonna do it. <laughs> Everything that you see is real, obviously, except for the moon. Okay, so you that, have like a, you've got a set, everything. basically. You got yeah. two rooms. Got it. Yep. Okay. So you know, I've always wanted to have a setup where I could just like have a cabin to like address chat from. You know, yeah. have a place to talk, and we did our cooking streams from that too um it's just it's like i still need to add an above camera for those cookie streams but for the most part this is a perfect setup of what i had wanted from the beginning yeah just already hey. fooled a, a few viewers who come in they're like is he is he actually on the no is he on the sea <laughs> i can't and I i've heard he this is? story but what what was the material you ended up going with with that 150 to some 200 year old uh shiplab wood 
Now, I don't know if this is a troll or if this is legit. No, it's 100% legit. What does that run, if you don't mind me that, asking? It wasn't that expensive, honestly, because like most okay. of them are just like, we just want to get rid of it. They don't see that it's, you know, a value, per se. They don't They don't think that uh, there's anything of it. Just old, uh, you know, it's just old wood. We just want to get rid of it, you know? So if yeah. you want to buy it for cheap, here you go. But man, seeing my uh, the guy that I hired like, to do this, I had them dredge the wreck of Blackbeard ship, and I used the wood <laughs> for my cabin. <laughs> yeah. That's the story I want to tell, Chad. Right? That, <laughs> that works, Zeke. Okay. Yeah. Welcome back. No, it looks really good. I I uh, I tuned into I tune in the broadcast every once in a while. I lurk a lot, uh, especially during the eco days. I was lurking. It'll it'll fix here, Zeke. You're also very I pale. Know. I don't know why. Um. But yeah, I, I was super impressed. I also like the uh, the transformers up here. I like. I'm a I'm a Look. fan of the statue. It looks good. It's good stuff. And Lamar Wilson sent that to me for oh. uh, a housewarming gift. Yeah. So Burke, you you you've got your setup where you are. You've got the green yeah. screen that you can interact with, like the room behind you. Where yeah. where is this in relation to where you are now? Are you looking at right that? Right in front, opposite right. side. So the computers are sitting right here. And then I just get up and I walk around and then boom, it's there. We built that wall into the space. Oh. So that wall did not exist. Nice. So he designed that. Um, and cutting that wood was was fun to watch because they, when wood is that old, it just was going through his blades like crazy. And he was he was like he was like he kept looking at me going, man, this is tough wood. And he, he's grinding <laughs> to get the drill through and everything. I bet. Yeah. So wait, do you flip awesome. your monitors and stuff around then? If it's all on the same desk, I, or do you rotate the I, desk? What's the situation here? You remember when I, when I messaged you because I was like having so much trouble with the my monitor cables and everything, and yes. then one day it just worked. Yeah. Um. Well, I had to get these switches, and I all I want to do is like have because of the way my brain functions, I need everything to be the same. So I need it to be the same here, and then over same over there, and the same over there. Yep. So I just mirrored the monitors and just got more monitors. For the other side, that just looks exactly the same on this side. So that way, it's I feel comfortable no matter where I'm at. Smart. It always looks the same. Yeah. What What's kind of tripping me out is is like I, I looked over there and for like ten seconds you're just you're just standing there. Like, uh, what is going on in this like sequence? The dressing is army, Zeke. This is what commanders do. That's but he wasn't talking. He's just standing there staring at something. I'm re- that I have chat there too, so I'm just standing there, like they're they're talking to me, and I'm just reading what chat's saying. But oh. I mean, these are just you know, I'm, I talk about what shows I see or what movies I see, or I rant about something, or I'm talking about gaming news or just whatever is on my brain at the time. And uh, sometimes it goes for like an hour, and I just I don't know. I've had lots of fun doing this with chat. It's yeah. it's been enjoyable being able to walk around, interact with them, and just go off about. I saw Lost in Space and I loved it. Or Cobra Kai is amazing. I, this, this is why they did it right, you know. Or rants about movies, whatever. It's good. I like the setup. I also like that you have the graphics where the the water, like the boat, looks like it's rocking in the background. Smart. <laughs> it's clever. I actually got a viewer who designed a mechanism which I haven't installed yet. Ooh. Very sorry, Bacon. I'm working on it, but it's going to make those lanterns sway. Oh, smart. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was awesome. going to like shoot water at the windows or something. <laughs> what know. he's done is he's made a platform for the whole stage and it's going to rock. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I was thinking would be fucking sweet and creepy would be like 
if you got like a kraken like to put its eye like right next little to little easter the, eggs that's always fun yeah that's next the window, and then like come on down like that would be oh, just like sitting there like man lost of space is great you know i was watching Cobra <laughs> Kai the other day and this fucking eye just comes up behind you and like drops down slowly yeah. that oh, background dude. with the moon was just kind of like moshed together and uh, you know just for something to put up there because you know phase one of this studio design is is almost done i think uh the last contractors come february 1st and 2nd to finish the last bits of it nice um phase two is going to be getting hired some artists to do like what exactly what zeke just said like a background i want to have it like at the beginning of the stream like right now what you see i want to see the port in the background like we're slowly leaving the port you know and then every time I come to this scene, it'll be a different, you know, travel thing or maybe heavy rains or maybe like Zeke said, the Kraken will show up or whatever, you know, just never know what the background will be. Yeah. All right. I don't want to spoil it for your audience, but here's the thing. Take Zeke's idea, the Kraken, have it go around the back and then have your, your camera start rocking and then get your dad to dress up in like an <laughs> octopus outfit and just walks in with a cup of coffee and you're like staring and freaking out. He's just like. <laughs> like a full kraken outfit yeah you see you i do think that too. just no no not the nothing to uh uh relay the size of it just have them come out as one tentacle yeah or just one oh. tentacle off the side just like yeah. whipping yeah there you go just that, he would love plan. that he could yeah, hit me with it and he would have a blast doing that just smacking me in the face with the tentacle he just he half super tentacle at just you. zapping him every so often it's <laughs> yeah, good that's good yeah, I, I really or, like the setup. You know what I thought? Doctor Who. Like, you're going through the time, timey-wimey. True. Yeah. Or Magic School Bus. Man, I got all kinds of it. Call me up. I'll, I'll, you know, we'll, we'll, <laughs> brainstorm. we'll spitball some stuff. Also, I have to admit, because my chat will probably point it out, I'm jealous of your helmet over here. Oh, yeah. That, I, for whatever reason, uh, I think we all did sponsor streams, but they only sent out, like, I don't know. A very small amount. I know Co got they one. Maybe like thirty of them total. Yeah, th there's a very small wow. amount of those helmets that exist. Uh, and anytime I see, it's like the sponsor stream's over, so I don't care. The game sucks, but the helmet's really badass. And <laughs> 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 so, like, I really want the helmet. They're just hard as shit to find. Uh, so I have to I, well, shout out the jealousy. I thought that was like a custom Mandalorian helmet for a minute. Like, I that's what I thought it was sitting back there. Yeah. It's from. Like it kind of uh, reminds me of the Forge, the the whoever the the Forge Mother Smith. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it does. I will say uh, is... that helmet is one of the coolest things to come from Godfall. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. It is very cool. Yeah. Some of this stuff is placeholder. Like, oh, uh, yeah. I just needed something to put in there. But uh, that's a dangerous that game right anywhere. there. It's a slippery slope, Burke. When you get yeah. into acquiring things that need to go on shelves, be careful. I already bought a. Like almost two thousand dollar Godzilla statue that that literally is designed for that that where that Death Star that Star Destroyer is and that skull yeah that spot is designed for this Godzilla statue off of Legendary Pictures and I'm just like nice oh wait till it fits in there it's just gonna look so sick nice yeah I had to uh, I do you know the studio Prime One they make a lot of like yeah, super that's, crazy that's statues what I'm from. yeah yeah I had to block I... their email because <laughs> they'd be like yeah. here's some new stuff and I'm like God damn it let me get my wallet i uh <laughs> i might have just gotten two big boxes from them yeah and it might be witcher related oh yeah yep mm -hmm. i know which ones those are i saw those as well 
Yeah. yeah. Did, did yeah. you just see they announced uh, this is Sideshow? Like Cream just showed me Sideshow is coming out with uh, a Lord of the Rings ring wraith torso statue. Oh, like a it's bust? Like, literally, it's, yeah, it's just, it's got it. It's just a torso up of it just holding this sword. And the sword is just huge. And it's just lathered in this dark cloak. And it just, oh my gosh. Let's see. I don't know where I would put that. That's the other, that's what, it. yeah. Where do you put this shit? I really don't. I mean, I, I like built actual shelves, and it's I still now. Let me ask you guys this: nightmare because I'm I'm of I've of excuse me <clears throat> I'm of one mind, and I'm wondering where you guys stand. Like, do you just like take your the the figures? You just get you mostly get art figures, yeah. Or do you I get action art. figures? Mostly I art. Yeah, I I, okay. I have some like action figures, but I I honestly hate my feelings are i hate stuff that you have to like put together and pose and all that because no matter what i do someone's going to be able to do it better and so i'd rather mm -hmm. it just like show up and it's like the yeah. best version of whatever that is it sounds like it sounds like when i used to play uh, uh tabletop warhammer yes like why am i bother painting these pieces they're never going to look the way i want and they're never going to look <laughs> as good as that guys that's correct yeah i'm just gonna i'm just gonna leave them as the pewter and plastic just glued together <laughs> let me play the game here's that exactly. statue. Really, this is uh, actually like, it, yeah. no, the reason why i ask is Real because dangerous. like uh, uh playing do, doing cd ramathon like sometimes people will send me like brand new in the box like in the cellophane like old games and and some of them can be like could be considered collector's editions sure and uh sometimes when i open the box I'm like oh my god it, it's totally not collectible anymore i'm like man i play with my toys like exactly. if I get a toy, I want to play with it, dude. That's why I get like exactly. actual transforming transformers. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I can't leave stuff in a box. Everyone always yells at me. Don't open it. And like, don't, don't tell me not to open it. There was an SNL sketch about that, about Star Wars, and about like how they're marketing to kids, at, but like also marketing to like you know middle aged men who like that's right in the box, like want everything in the box. That's correct. I want to take that Lord of the Rings statue and just put it like at my at the front door. So like when everyone anyone that enters my home knows exactly what kind of home they're entering. <laughs> oh, he's this guy. Okay, I understand now. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. We have a, a fair amount of like collectibles in my room, and Aaron has like a Harry Potter shrine that has like a ton of Harry Potter memorabilia in it. Uh, a lot of it from Sideshow as well. So we have a, a fair bit, and like the movie room has a bunch of. Uh, like movie replicas or signed posters from different uh, like Marvel actors and actresses and all that type of stuff. So we're definitely deep in, in that world, uh, unfortunately, because it's not a cheap world and it never stops. Mm. You always just no. want something else. <laughs> always. <laughs> so yeah. always something cool. Yeah, it's bad. I've got yeah, I mean, you know, if you guys notice that cream's got that T-800. I know. So life size Terminator, his, his life size Terminator actually kept me from buying uh, my life size Iron Man, because I saw how big it was, and I saw how it just got <laughs> six miles. Like I would, what the fuck would I do? With my life size? <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I thought like it'd be cool to get the life size Darth Vader. So like literally, when they say life size, it is you know it's the like size of Co foot. or Zeke yeah. or JP. You know, it is huge. Yeah. Get the life size Darth Vader, put it in a corner, and every time you walked by, it would just do the breathing sound. You know, like oh. with a sense of motion sensor, and he's like, "Oh God, your lordness, are you doing?" Yeah. You know, <laughs> that'd be pretty badass. I'd, I'd forget that I had it, 
and it would scare the shit out of me. Like, like I have nightmares of uh, when I worked at the pawn shop. We had a for some fucking reason I don't know why we had a life size cutout of Patrick Swayze. Uh, like okay. I think he was in like his Dirty Dancing gear, and he was like, you know, like it was some sort of like promotional thing for Dirty Dancing or something like that. And we would take it and we would like put it around corners in the back where we stored all the pawns. And we'd we'd move it all the time. So anybody in the morning would just get would you'd hear a scream from the back <laughs> because they think there was a dude standing there because it's kind of you know dark in the back before you turn on the lights. So you'd be walking back there and be like, Who the fuck are you? <laughs> you <know? laughs> I would these, yeah. She used to get this uh I don't know, she, she was like these cute little dolls. She, this one lady at work made her uh, uh, like a four-year-old child. And it was like playing a hide and seek game. Oh God! So you had to put it up against the wall to where it was hiding, and then like you know, you have to go to the bathroom at like four o'clock in the morning. And you see that thing. My dad was like, "Get rid of that! <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't want this." <laughs> it wasn't that scary. My mom collected uh, or collects, I guess, uh, Santas, just like random assortment of Santas. And so Christmas time, she got her Santas out. Christmas time at night was a fucking nightmare. Because you would just walk around and there would be like a new six foot man that wasn't in your home the day prior that she had pulled out of the attic that was just sitting there. It would just scare the shit out of you coming around the corner. Uh, not to mention like all the other just baby Santas that exist. It was it was bad. It was bad. And she would like light them up too. So in the middle of the night, there'd just be like a random spotlight that would come on. And a lot of that stuff was motion activated. So yeah, I lived that. You guys talked about it, but I lived that. Uh <laughs> Code, did you want me to show this image you sent me? Uh, I mean, you can if you want. To. Okay, you well, to. describe what it is because you sent it to me. Is this what's going on here? That's I, I, those are what I'm currently working on filling in the new basement renovation. Gotcha. So oh these, my gosh. there's, there's six of them and four of them are filled right now. And the fifth has something being, uh, being made for it. But those, yeah, you want to talk about like have trying to find a thing to display in there? It's, uh, it's been a, it's been a thing. Yeah. Kind of thing. Well, once you yeah, get I those actually, filled too, you're going to find new stuff, and then you're going to be. Like, I know. Well, that's well, funny enough. To, like I'm I got, I got. Um, yeah. Yeah, I got some extra. No, this isn't. This isn't the actual studio. This is the hallway that leads to it. Um, but there, I actually like purposely made a couple extra specifically so I would get like I'd have room so I would not like get it out there. Um, but one of the current things that I'm having made for one of them, kind of like my my big Christmas present to myself, is uh the. One of the prop studios is making me a replica of the smart gun from Cyberpunk, like an actual oh. like, fitted full replica of the of the smart gun that I used in my Cyberpunk playthrough. So nice. That was that's going to be pretty cool. That's awesome. For that one, yeah. We sure. have an absolute sick design of a studio. It looks so. I cannot wait to see this unveiled. Oh, I am, I am very yeah, That's the first photo I've seen of it. He hasn't sent me yeah. anything. So tomorrow is the big clean. Like it's actually finally happening. It's it's months behind schedule, obviously with COVID and everything. But tomorrow is the big clean, and then next Friday, all the woodworking custom stuff they come they've been making comes down and it gets installed. And they claim I'm going to be streaming from it not tomorrow, but the Monday after. But you know, we'll see. We'll see. Oof. Another thing for February. Yeah, Great. I remember when I said <laughs> that it was probably. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope i wasn't the curse uh <laughs> i'm waiting at any moment to for just to just to see the message where it's like so uh turns out we're gonna get 12 inches of snow on wednesday yeah um yeah it's already happened twice so far and then and every every single team working on this project you not 
every single team has been out at some point with COVID. Oh, sure. Yeah. Every, every team from, makes sense. from flooring to drywall to painting, everything, everything. It's been crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Wild. A lot of delays. Well, hopefully it gets, uh, it gets done sooner than later. Uh, we can delay it to March at this point. I'd be happy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Please. Yeah. I get that. February's going to be a nightmare. It will. It will. We're going to talk about think- February in great detail. Oh, yeah. But not yeah, yet. I was just, just going to ask if you think like anything this month is, they're just waiting, like it's going to be delayed. Oh, any games? Yeah. Predict, like, do you predict any games are going to be delayed and which ones? But we can talk about that in a minute. Yeah. yeah. We'll move on. Right? I, think I think it's too late. It I might think be too late. Yeah, like, I think the game was uh, we, delayed. Like Dying, Dying Light's in a week, Dying Light 2, and they already delayed that one. That one's looking good. Uh, Sifu bumped their release date up. Uh, the next big one's Horizon, and they have been pretty on point. Gorilla's been pretty on point with their products, and yep. also they're already they've already they sent went it's gone gold, gold, and they sent a copy. So there's no yeah. reason to think that one's done. And the last one's from Software, which is as has an excellent track record for releasing on time. Yep. And that's Elden Ring. So the only other ones that we have that are kind of like in the mix, Lost Ark has already been delayed. That's probably going through. Um, Total War Warhammer Three, that's pretty much on point. It hasn't gone gold yet, but that one's looking good too. Yeah. Um, I mean. Everything in February seems relatively locked down at this point. There's not, the okay. unknowns are quickly dissipating. Yeah. So what, like going gold is a term? Like it's yes. oh, yeah, going, going a gold term. means that you have, the, the term used to be more prevalent back when they would actually have like pressed media, but mm-hmm. a gold copy indicates that you have the disc that you are going to be copying onto other discs to then be distributed and sold. So when a game oh, okay. goes gold, it is essentially done. It is, it is 1.0, it is patched, it is good, it is ready to go. Now, these days, gotcha. unfortunately, it doesn't quite mean what it used to <laughs> with, with early access and, and, what, and, and the state in which companies are, are comfortable releasing their games and everything. It's not quite what it used to mean, but it, the term still persists. And yeah, going gold essentially means that they are done with the, the production phase that doesn't involve like patching, initial patching. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. That, makes, that makes total sense to me. Uh, are you like? Is everybody looking forward to like Warhammer? And I'm just off the Warhammer train. Like, yeah, I'm I'm pretty high. Total War train. Like, this I'm is going to be the biggest. I they're like this. The really their good. mega campaign is not going to be on launch. That's something that they're like. They're the new mega map comes like a month or two later. But they're saying like it's going to have eight player co op now. It'll be like Monopoly, one? though. You'll never finish a game, Burke. There's no oh, way you're going to ever finish yeah. a game. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. Basically, like, Warhammer, it's kind of confusing because, like, they it says Warhammer 3, but technically it's like the StarCraft, the uh, StarCraft 2. Like, they had 1, 2, and 3. They're all one game. Warhammer 1, 2, and 3 is all one game. It's just the, the entirety of Warhammer in one single package. And it is going to be the biggest map, the craziest amount of unit diversity that has ever seen in Total War. And it is just going to make your mind melt when you play it. <laughs> That's kind of your jam, too. Like, those those types of games are kind of what you specialize in, Perk. I can only uh, imagine. This is, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how somebody would ever complete a game at this point. Like, how do you conquer the world? Like, it's, <laughs> it it's going to be like 200-plus hour campaigns. Like, it when is. you're, when you're I mean, doing the, about- the big map, like, standard conquer everything that's going to be hundreds of hours on the low side 
I'm sure yeah. people could have thousands of hours campaigns on a single map. I mean, talk about stretching your dollar out. You know, the the, the playtime <laughs> that somebody would buy into this game would be insane. Like you're not gonna run out of things to do. And each lord plays differently than the last one. You know, each you know, even though you play as like the Skaven, they have like six lords or something, and each one is going to be a different play style. So you're not just the same Skaven every time. And I I love that they did that. Yeah, they could have just done it easy. We're like, well, just a different looking lord. They didn't do that. They were like, now it's like, we're going to change the play style. Now this guy's focused on a stealth army, and this guy's focused on you know launching nukes at people. And it's like. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> did you see what they did with the uh i think it's the chaos lord where they showed off his the the appearances and i think mm -hmm. there's something like they basically equated it to kind of like what uh borderlands does where there's like billions of different looks for the person yeah the the lord because there's so many options i i don't know how many there are off the top of my head but it looks oh, that's like their a, new nft thing <laughs> correct <laughs> yes it looks like a path of exile skill map <laughs> Also, well, we chaos. have some fun NFT news today, Co. I'm very excited to talk about it. But we'll oh, get to that God. soon. Oh, yeah. 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 Chaos uh, in, in Warhammer Fantasy is, you know, like a version of hell, you know, but they're each one with like four chaos gods. And by definition, they're always at war with each other. They hate each other just as much as they hate the mortal races. So they're always fighting each other. So originally, right. when, when uh, Warhammer came out, it was Chaos United. You led by Archeon, and he just went to just wreck stuff. But now in Warhammer 3, they're like actually making the Chaos Gods unique armies that will fight each other as well as, you know, the mortal races as well. And what you're referencing is Chaos Undivided. So like this is a demon prince that is, is taking all four gifts of the Chaos Gods and you creating, and then you design his army to however you want that to be. You could take some from Corn, take some from Slanesh or uh, Nurgle, and just create your own custom army and wage war that way. Yeah, this is cool. It's smart. They they're doing a lot of stuff. All of the different faction videos that they've put out, where it's like a six or seven minute playthrough, and they kind of talk about the start of the campaign, all seems super in depth. Uh, and and Co was definitely right. Like the playthrough links are just going to be insane. Like two hundred hours oh, minimum. Uh, I don't even know once they put in the, like, once they link all the campaigns, I don't even know how you finish that at all. <laughs> it just seems they, way they too finally, long. They, uh, back in Warhammer 2, they finally fixed turn time. Because there was a time where people were like, okay, you know, I have to wait, like, click in turn and I'll be back in 10 minutes. You know, like, right. <laughs> it was that for a while. Then they fixed it. And now turn times is like, you know, it goes stupid <laughs> fast now. But it doesn't seem to sacrifice any strategy from the ai at all as far as i could tell it still runs the same so i don't know how they did it with magic i guess but um it's running working flawlessly so when they finally add a mega campaign with all three maps combined in all factions and all races and turn limits are moving that quick like yeah i still don't know how i still don't know how you you complete that game yeah i don't even know how you run that game at that point with the world being that big Right, like that must be a stupid long load time for all eight players to sit there and process the entire world. Well, yeah, I'm I'm curious. I don't know uh, how they plan to do this because, like, I know they said the turns will be simultaneous. So if you have eight players playing at the same time, how will battles run? Wait, because you know, simultaneous, simultaneous. Yeah. So like, I'm doing my turn at the same time. Cream or Gassy are doing their turn, or or where the same time Cletus is, and it's like. But how do battles work? You know, like, 
obviously so battle systems are going to be different. That kind of makes it almost real time in some ways, yeah. because like if you do something before them in their turn, then you will be able to like, if you move an army, if, if you have an army here and he has an army here, and he wants to attack you. Well, if you move your army first, then I mean, he may not have enough move points to get to you or something. And that, that's so like, Oh man, that's like a whole know. different. I have no yeah. idea how this is going to play. I'm, I'm eagerly yeah. awaiting access to this so I can see uh. what the co-op plays like. Yeah. Yeah. It might just take too long. <laughs> for... <laughs> that might just be the answer with how big it is. Yeah. They've, uh, they've been putting out a lot of uh, marketing videos and, and promo videos for it. And, uh, funny enough, they've actually gotten like, if you go back and watch the first one and then watch the most recent one, they've just gotten better at making videos across the board. Yes. Uh, even the narration style back in the beginning was like kind of mundane and boring. And now whenever the, the narrator starts, he's got like this deep grovelly voice and you like want him to read everything in the game. Cause it just sounds more badass. Here's the customization yeah. that I was talking about for the Lord, by the way, these are all different appearances that you can choose and they all have like different stat bonuses and stuff. Uh, there's a lot going on. Uh, in this game so seems quite large uh and it'll also be on game pass at least the third one will i don't know how they're going to manage the other two like if you have one on game pass if you can go back and buy the other two i don't know what that process is going to be like but yeah this I comes mean, out i think now month. it's like like warhammer one and two like especially if it's like people are curious about this you know like now's a good time because they they discounted all of the games now at this point in, in anticipation for warhammer three but it's it's gonna be a wild ride. Um, I I cannot wait to see what the how this how this is gonna end. You know, like this is the final chapter of the Warhammer trilogy. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know where they're gonna go with it. We'll see. Maybe Warhammer 40k next. <laughs> uh, man, nerds just like there was a tinge for a portion of the audience where it's like, what? what 40k? What do you mean? <laughs> you know, something or they like they did the other Warhammers and do three and then never do another one again. There you go. That would, that would be, you know, if they're following history, that's how that would go for sure. Yeah. So someone, someone in my chat had a, had a good, uh, uh, just a good aside since I'm the, you know, I'm the color guy. I'm the, I'm the humor guy. Like, who's worse? Warhammer nerds or D and D nerds? I don't I feel like they both kind of stay in their lane. <laughs> Right, like you don't. Uh... Who would you rather talk to, like, or or who would you rather not talk to about, like, if they're an uber nerd about one of them, who would you stay away from? Oh, D and D nerds, hundred percent. Okay, yeah. that's how, me too. Me too. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather learn. I don't want to hear about your half gnome, half dwarf bard, <laughs> fucking barbarian dude. I don't want to hear about it. Okay, Bo, I'm good. Yeah, I wasn't I learning about Nurgle. He said, <laughs> <laughs> "I don't need no Nurgle. Get him out of here." <laughs> Get him out of here. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's let's jump back into news. There's not much, so it'll be quick. And then uh, I want to talk to Burke about the eco server because you guys just wrapped up uh, with that. So we'll jump into that and then uh, talk some games. But first, not even the biggest news, but I think it's just the stupidest news. Only because Devolver in like 2018 predicted this in one of their E3 uh, things that they put out there. So Atari, you know, famed console, one of the, the original consoles out there, wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them. They're celebrating their 50th anniversary, okay? And they're doing so by combining NFTs 
with loot boxes. Okay, stay with me here. Stay with me here. It gets worse somehow. They're teaming up. This is uh, VideoGamesChronicle.com has a story. They're teaming up with a group called Republic Realm, who are, quote, one of the most active developers of the metaverse and the NFT ecosystem, to sell off a collection that is being dubbed GFTs. The collection is described as containing giftable NFTs, which initially appear as gift-wrapped boxes with no indication of what's inside, which Atari says makes them ideal for gifting to others. On a specific date, the NFT will then unwrap to show various different NFTs based on titles from Atari's 50-year history. It gets worse. Buyers will then find out on that date if their GFTs are, quote, common, rare, or epic. According to the collection's <laughs> website, there's less than a 5% chance a purchaser's NFT will be rare and less than a 1% chance it'll be epic. The scheme is encouraging people to buy multiple GFTs, promising that anyone who buys four or more will unlock the ability to buy a, quote, fifth surprise GFT. <laughs> what have you heard about? <laughs> I'm not done yet. I'm not done. It gets worse. GFT holders will then be eligible to compete in game competitions with top scores offering access to special rewards. They'll also have access to a Discord server where they can trade with others. It's also claimed that GFT owners will have access to, quote, more to come in the metaverse, though there's no explanation as to what exactly this means or Atari's specific definition of the metaverse. Uh, Atari CEO Wade Rosen said in a statement, quote, the Atari brand is synonymous with video games and video gaming is the backbone of the metaverse. What better way to commem commemorate Atari's 50th anniversary than by ushering in a new era of technological innovation while also honoring the brand that you're not doing that, that launched the modern video game industry. I'm done. I need some help. <laughs> I need, <laughs> I need, I need something explained to me. Okay. And here's the thing. This is, this is not a smart ass commentary on this. All right. Coming. Um, but th this is, this is an actual honest, real question here. And I need to, I need to understand this. I've seen this term thrown around before. Okay. And this, this example here pretty much emphasize this. Uh-oh. Okay. I think I know the question. As far as I understand it, the point of an NFT oh. is to basically be the receipt showing the, showing the appropriation of a particular thing it doesn't need to be art that's the most common example but it is saying that this thing this this collection of data mm -hmm. was the, okay here's here's where i'm getting so confused as far as i understand the entire point of nfts is that it is a this one thing mean is this nft now granted you can do multiple mints of the same thing but the thing that's that's that I'm I'm really having a hard time grasping here is if every NFT is its own thing, how do you assign rarity value? I don't know. I don't know that how does, at all. How does because every NFT you can't you're not gonna sell multiple NFTs for the same thing? Because that would be ridiculous. So if they're only doing one NFT per one thing, why are some of them more rare?
I guess it would be like rare traits or lower printing numbers of that specific NFT. So if like one NFT gets minted 10,000 times, then another one gets minted 2000 times. And so there's, there's less of a chance to get that NFT, I guess. Oh, you're saying so like one IP has a various collection of like 50 things minted from it. Yeah. And then another IP would have like five things minted from it. So that IP would be rarer than the other IP. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would assume that's what they mean by that. It's all stupid. <laughs> Ultimately, I mean, <laughs> like so it's, it's 100% just artificial. Like we're okay. Yes. Which I guess a lot of things are. It all is. I mean, yeah, we were talking okay. about collectibles earlier, like a lot okay. of those, you know, same, same kind of deal in terms of the rarity and, and price and all that stuff. But yeah. Like Beanie Babies. They only they only make like five Beanie Babies of one kind and that way it's the super rare one and it's worth more to the Beanie Baby people. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Because yeah, like NFTs. Um, yeah. I, you know, I feel like I need a financial advisor to explain all this stuff to me uh, with everything <laughs> you just said. So um, I, I, you know, I, I reached out to Twitter because like I, I honestly like it, it seems like it's trying to become a thing. Uh-huh. So I'm oh. just like, okay, am I am I I feel like I'm that uh principal skinner from Simpsons, you know? My out uh, of touch, yeah. My out of touch? Or no, it's the children that are wrong, you know. <laughs> like it's I see it over. So I did like a, a thing I asked on Twitter and like, you know, some people you know, like they know that there's there's problems with it, but like some people are really adamant about it. And the way they described it to me, it's like this is gonna help, you know, artists, it helps uh um <laughs> You know, small developers and stuff like that, but it's being abused right now by you know unscrupulous people, and then other people are like, it's going to be dead in a couple of years. <laughs> you know, like it's a thing right now. It's a hype thing. It's just a thing that's being a thing, and then it's going to go away. I'm like, well, okay, you know, uh, yeah. unless they keep they keep dropping things like the metaverse all the time, but we don't even have anything to base that on right now. It's just like, we got the metaverse coming. Well, what is it? You know. What are you Metaverse gonna, what's is it gonna just become? Web3 terminology at the moment. Like, there's not... Eh. It, it, Unless you got a MetaQuest 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. That's another bit of news that I, I uh, skipped over on purpose. But yeah, they're renaming the the Quest to the Meta MetaQuest. So. so goofy. Yeah. The what? The, I don't know anything about it's this. It's no longer Quest. the Oculus Quest. Yeah. Meta oh, has essentially, after, oh, okay. after saying that they were going to let Oculus be their own company and we're just acquiring yeah. them to the, nope, you are now the Meta Quest. We're literally dissolving <laughs> the name of your company <clears throat> and just absorbing you into our mass. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. Yep. The Meta Quest. <sighs> Anyways, yeah, so that's that. Uh, there was also some uh, Ubisoft executive uh, that is one of those things where you, like, you don't expect them to ever say this as a company, any company, to ever say this. But they just came out and said it. Uh, so the Ubisoft executive is the Strategic Innovations Lab VP, uh, <laughs> Nicholas Pouard, I guess. Uh, and he was defending the publisher's plans to add NFTs to the games, despite huge player backlash. And he straight up said, it was a reaction we were expecting. We know it's not an easy concept to grasp, but Quartz really is just the first step to lead to something bigger, something that will be more easily understood by our players. I think gamers don't get 
what a digital secondary market can bring to them. For now, because of the current situation and context of NFTs, gamers really believe it's first destroying the planet and second, just a tool for speculation. But we at Ubisoft are seeing, what we at Ubisoft are seeing first is the end game. The end game is about giving players the opportunity to resell their items once they're finished with them or they're finished playing the game itself. So it's really for them. It's really beneficial, but they don't get it for now. Basically, it's so they can spend money God on each damn. other and we can take a sizable portion of it and make even more money for doing absolutely nothing because it's just them changing money between themselves for cosmetics and things in their games. Yeah, I, the yeah, is, I tell you, there's lots you of ways he could have said that. At all. <laughs> that yeah. last sentence was just a fuck you, dude. That was... <laughs> there's, there's lots of ways that that guy could have said what he was trying to say. Yeah, and I swear he picked the one that was that, that's like he picked possibly the worst way that he he could have said it. Yeah, he said he like completely really invalidated everyone's concerns. It's basically, like, hey, you don't you don't know what we're doing. We know what we're doing, and we're right because we're I mean we're right. And if you don't, then I mean you just don't get it. If you don't if you don't agree, you just don't get it. <laughs> Why not just say like we're gonna try this, and if it uh, doesn't work out, we'll get rid of it. You know, just something simple as that. We're, we're just going to try something because we yeah. think it might work, but you that, know, if it doesn't work out, then we'll listen to our, our fan base. Right. Yes. That sounds like a much more agreeable sentence, even if what he's trying to pitch sounds crazy. But mm -hmm. yeah, like straight up saying they don't get it for now is such a like condescending, like fucking fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I hate to say it, but it's it was like a corporate version of what Tory, Tory Baker said on his tweet. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like yeah. either 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 create or you hate. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I want to get that on a shirt so that bad. Easy. That easy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I hurt my eyes from rolling them so hard with that. Holy shit. Ow. Yeah. yeah. Owie. Uh, I like I like how he, he said that. And then everyone was like, I choose hate. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> everyone responded just said i choose hate yeah it's really good it's i really can just good. imagine troy wake up the next day and be like oh shit. <laughs> 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 a lot of people chose hate <laughs> See, i like the sentiment of it but like coming from a guy like troy and and also the fact that you know it's kind of right it rhymes and all that kind of stuff it's it's, it's oh it's very, very theater much kid very much like South Park smug, like, well, I guess you either create or you hate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Tro Troy's a theater kid. That's all. <laughs> That's all. We've had him on the show. He wouldn't. Uh, he wouldn't say he wasn't. So he's a theater kid. Yeah. 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 Oh man. So yeah, that's the the two NFTs, uh, fun bits of news for the week. It it just. It's getting to a point now where it's like, what else can they say that's just like laughable and mockable? But that's to me, straight up saying like, yeah, they just don't get it. Like that's the cream, that's the king. Honestly, that's crazy. It's a glimpse. It's a glimpse behind the curtain. Because here's the how thing: how frustrated you they know are. That's that's how he fundamentally feels. True. He fundamentally feels, and that's how the probably the entire executive team feels. They don't like it because they don't get it. So we're just gonna keep doing this until they get it. Yeah. You know, like if the, the fact that they aren't even really, they're like, we're not going to acknowledge your concerns. We're going to assume that they just don't understand. And it's like, it's, it's this kind of disturbing little look at why this is going to get shoved down our throats if we like it or not. 
like this, you're, you're wondering what the direction is. It's not, oh, sorry, we're going to listen to you and we're going to table this and we're going to take feedback. It's none of that. It's you don't get it. And we're going to keep going until you do. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's an inadvertent look at what we probably have a lot coming. And here's the thing. Ubisoft is one of the biggest companies doing this. They're not going to stop. If anything, that last thing shows us that. And there's absolutely no question that we're going to see other companies start doing it too. We've already seen it from Konami. Now we have Atari that are doing their stuff. Like, this is coming. I mean, hell, Wiz left for a crypto thing. It's not NFTs, but, you know, they're related. Yeah. And it's, 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 it, this is, this is going to happen. This is happening. And it's, here's the thing. It's still getting bigger. It's like, like what Burke was saying, where it's like, these are going to be gone in a little bit. We have no way of knowing that yet because it's still on the way up. It's not like yeah. floundering at all. It's becoming more popular. We have people going on freaking uh, major talk shows. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. They, they did the whole thing on theirs. I mean, now, now you're, you're introducing this concept. Did you watch that, concept. by the way? Oh, yeah. Oh, you're introducing this concept <laughs> in layman terms using all of the buzzwords that they're expecting to audiences that are not going to look into it. They're just going to look at the surface level stuff and go, oh, they own those monkeys now. They own those pictures. I want to own monkeys too. How do I do that? OpenSea.com. You know, like it, it, this, this is what's going to happen with this stuff. Yeah. And they're, they're going to have no concept of what, what they actually are, what they're doing. And uh, the more mainstream it goes, like the more money that's going to get involved and the more money that gets involved, the more it's not going anywhere. So, yeah. But you don't actually own it, right? Like, I mean, like the, I had somebody describe NFTs to me as like, here's Mona Lisa. You have the NFT for a Mona Lisa. And basically what you did, you bought the NFT, which is like a post-it note posted somewhere in a hall that says maybe you have a slight pixel ownership of the Mona Lisa or something ridiculous like that. Like there's a pose, like just a small nothing that doesn't really matter. The best thing we can say about this it, is watch, <laughs> watch our show a, a couple days ago when, Rami. when Rami Ismail yeah. breaks this down better than, than any of us possibly could. But the, the layman's baseline thing is an NFT represents, it's a receipt of of kind of like a of, of a of an appropriated item be it like it could be art it could be music it could be all sorts of things like it doesn't it doesn't really matter what it is the nft itself is just basically like a receipt it is it is it is i own the receipt showing that that it happened based on this collection of things like it gets super complicated because you know like how it's how that industry is moderated you can you can make multiple nfts of the same thing and what realm it takes to, or what realm it falls on to delineate, like which NFTs are like actual, actually dictate any type of ownership in those spaces. So a good example, like we were talking about with the with, with Rami, for instance, is like there's no real great iterations right now because there's no controlled environments, which kind of goes against the whole decentralization thing anyway. But like right now, if you own an NFT of something, there's not like a governing body that can prove that ownership. You have to actually go to something like OpenSea or a place like that. And even then, like, let's say OpenSea took a picture of Burke Black, right? And that picture got put on OpenSea by somebody that you didn't give license to as an NFT. And then somebody bought that picture of Burke Black without you knowing, and that money changed hands, and they now own an NFT of that picture. Well, you could go to OpenSea and say, that's a picture of me. Take that down. And OpenSea would be like, oh, okay, you're going to like, basically DMCA me to take down that picture. Okay, we'll take your picture that you told us to of you off our site. But that doesn't do anything to the NFT that was sold. That money still changed hands. You're not getting that money back. And that NFT is still out there. So it's it's that kind of thing. Like it's it's wild um, how, how like it's, it's such an 
open technology that people make so many assumptions about and and that, that it's it's creating all sorts of like misconceptions over what they actually are and what they can do you guys it, get go ahead, Zeke. real quick you know what's funny about this like during this you guys talking about this someone in jp's chat redeemed ban yourself for 24 hours yeah. and i think that's just the perfect like comment like <laughs> I'm fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I just See, for a day. Yeah. It was like, nope. Huh. <laughs> the, the, the big thing, the big thing with NFTs is that they are a, a hugely open platform that can be used for so many different things. And, and this is what I've been saying a lot, especially recently, like there could be an implementation in a controlled environment of this technology doing something cool. But here's the problem. Not only is it not here, but there's so many misconceptions that it is rife with scamming and skullduggery that's the biggest issue yeah. like that you can do so many different things with these and there's so many misconceptions that 90 percent of what you see is just scamming and bullshit or or vacuous stuff that doesn't make any sense it could be cool one day and there are companies trying to do that but like right now it's a it's the wild west and it is messy yeah i don't know if you guys have been getting similar i'm, I'm assuming you probably have but like i've been getting so many sponsorship offer emails oh, yeah. of nfts that's every few days uh, yeah no, I, like, I know i don't know what this is i don't understand this please no i'm not interested but it's well, like a hailstorm right now for me that's one of those things that's like uh that's when i know something is maybe nefarious when i get like 40 emails within a month's time all about like hey we'd love to you know yeah. have you sponsor this uh this nft page that we your NFT already exists. It's linked here. Oh, that's cool. I'm glad yeah. someone made that without any knowledge of me knowing. <laughs> you know, I haven't got any NFT like uh, sponsorship opportunities, and I'm, I'm betting I know why. Why's that? Is because they want like people who who look reputable to sell this thing, and <laughs> to, I look like a to be honest, snake I look like I'd sell you like dirt <laughs> weed in the park. Have you not seen the board ape yacht club? They're literally <laughs> yeah. like they have like needles sticking out of their arms with like green like. <laughs> goggles on like trust me it's not it's i think not... It, i think just check your spam yeah. folder and you'll probably see them i yeah. think yeah, that's ultimately what happens work we need to we want to nft your all your your twitch clips and uh and you will get a cut of this and you just promote that to your audience i'm like no nah, no yeah <laughs> i mean that, that. that happened back during uh when like crypto was was uh surging uh was was first starting out like you got a ton of emails about you know, minting a creator yeah. coin and all this. Creator Jake Paul's coin. doing it. Jump in. It's, you're going to make millions. Blah, blah. It's like, okay, dude. Let's let's just. I just searched on. Burke Black on OpenSea and you have your logo yeah. actually being sold as an NFT on OpenSea right now. I think. What? Yeah. That's copyright. I copyrighted that. Yeah, now, here's what's care. funny. Like, you could. That, that NFT is done. Uh, it was done by a guy named Isaac Fufu. And you could. You could. He's theoretically a 30 month Contact OpenSea and be like. That's my logo. Take that down. And they would take that down. But the NFT of it's still out there. Yeah. He could theoretically go to another site that's selling them and he could just sell it there. So it's like, that's, that's where the stuff comes into play. That's where it gets a little, uh, yeah, that's where it gets. So, I mean, the only option here, obviously is you need to go buy it. So you own it. That's, that's I mean, that's, so you gotta, you gotta find the size. That's guy. that scheme essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, that's our weekly bit on uh, NFTs. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you next week for more. I'm well, it sure. seems like this is one of those things where it seems like uh, everybody, like on one side or, or the other side, pro or con, just thinks the other side is fucking out of their mind. Like, 
do you not see this? Because this is the future, man. And the other side's like, it's a fucking scam. How can you not see this? <laughs> Correct. Yeah, that, that, yeah. When I saw that Twitter, when I saw that Twitter and I literally asked the question, I saw that fighting back and forth between oh, yeah. like the pro and the con crowd. And like, I, you oh, know, I'm sure that there's, there's some value, like Co said, there's gotta be some value to it. Right. That, that, that some people are enjoying could, it, but like, well, it's just so outside the realm right now of the so much chaos and weirdness that yeah, you're clear. I've got my oh, own. And, and to be clear, there are people making obscene amounts of money off NFTs right now. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. Mm -hmm. They're they're like the the communities that are fully invested in this. They're basically just giving each other money for for this stuff, and because it's all in their interest to do so, they're they're inflating the value of their different things. They're they're you know coming together and agreeing like on those structured environments we were talking about so then they all operate in their own little structured environments. so i mean there's a lot of people making a lot of money off these which is again why it's not going anywhere um, like with coins you know, right you can, like, again coins, the they're not thing. the same technology yeah. in any way and there's right. only there's very few tangents but there was a time when a whole bunch of beanie baby owners they make they make entire books saying the value of the different beanie babies and stuff like that it's the same kind of premise not the same thing yeah. physical and, and electronic obviously and the technology is different but it's a similar premise where you get enough people together and they all think something's valuable, then they'll start just giving each other money to yeah. like then start like upping the cost of things and everything. So yeah. Waiting for, I'm waiting for baseball cards to become valuable again. <laughs> you and I both. Yeah. Magic the gathering <laughs> cards got a lot. You know, together. Pokemon cards, great example right now. That's true. Like, like, absolutely. Guys, like, the value of those, the unboxing streams and everything, all that kind of stuff. Like and the thing is, yeah, people who are into this in NFTs are, are motivated. Like someone in my chat said, they're motivated to get other people in because it's like, right? You know, it's like a period. You know, you like you get more people in the jacks up the yeah. value of your shit and blah blah blah. Yep. So, yeah. Here, my my <laughs> personal litmus test, at least on Twitter, is if I thought the person was a piece of shit, and now they have a hexagonal Twitter profile. I know they're a piece of shit. So it just, <laughs> right? Like I just confirmed my own suspicion. <laughs> and we just, I just move on about my day. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. I'd like to see uh, like somebody do something with NFTs that helps a charity. How about that? No. What, 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 no. What are you talking about? I, I need that money in my pocket. <laughs> Jesus. What do we make like you know border, doctors without borders a valuable NFT you know or or St Jude a valuable NFT that people would want to invest their money into it'd be interesting. Listen, this it, I I would imagine that those charities would be like we don't want your fucking blood money, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. We don't want your filthy, dirty money. Okay, we'll we'll find another way. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, apparently someone in chat says, tell Burke about the save the kids coin. Apparently that was a thing, I guess. I, I don't know what that is. Oh, Did someone meant like a charity coin or something. This, this was, this was before the NFT craze, but I think I know what he's talking about. This is, this was back when they tried to do some crypto stuff with a charity thing. And it became from what I remember, super messy. If that's what I'm, Sounds that's awkward. what I'm remembering. Yeah. I think it was a scam yeah. actually. Oh, that was the phase stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that was a pump and dump then. So, there you go. Yeah. Oh, can't believe that. Like all just got swept under the rug at the end of the day. Yeah, it, yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah. Uh, in terms of other news outside the world of NFTs, there was some gaming news this past week. Uh, Electronic Arts and Lucas Games announced three new Star Wars titles coming from Respawn. Uh, one of them is an FPS. One of them is obviously a new uh, Star Wars. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, Jedi Fallen Order. 
And then uh, what was the third title? Let me let me pull it. Uh, it is a tactics game, we think. That's right. I forgot because I didn't believe it the first time I heard it. They're making a tactics Star Wars. And isn't it from like previous XCOM devs or some shit too? Wasn't that also a part of it? I don't know, but it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. A lot of great. <laughs> I'm totally Wars. behind that, dude. That sounds so cool. Absolutely. I just want like Empire at War 2. I want that game. Yeah. I'll take really anything so Respawn makes at this point. Like they're they're you kind know, of like, one I, of those devs. I'm fine with this. Like I, know, I want more. Just yeah. throw Star Wars games at me. Just tons and tons of Star Wars games at this point. Like I, we, like the law is. I'm tired of the law. I'm tired of the time where we just got like maybe one Star Wars game, uh, you know, every ten years or so. You know, like just just now, just flood me. Okay, just <laughs> give me give me like long fifty games in a year, and I know some of those are going to be great. Yeah, as long as it's not Battlefront three. That's my only concern. I like we don't need another battlefront. Like, sure, make a battlefront three. That's great, but we need like another dark forces. We need yeah. we need like more story Star Wars games. Like that's the kind of stuff that I think like we haven't seen those for so long. And Jedi Fallen Order, which was one of the first like Star Wars story based adventure, it did great and people loved yeah. it. You yeah. know, so I I would love to see love to see that stuff. Wait, wait, Battlefront three is dead again. Here. Is it? Oh yeah, I think they said they're not going to make one. Oh, did they? Yeah, they're not. They're not. They're not. They're not making another one. I know that. Yeah, they 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 announced that. But like, we haven't got the proper Battlefront three though, either. You know, Battlefront the original Battlefronts one and two, the third one that they were going to show, which was like a a culmination of like all the work that they did in one and two, not the new one and two, the original one and two for like original Xbox and PlayStation stuff like that. I'm only talking about the the recent ones. Yeah, yeah, the recent ones. They're not not. Now, I don't like where they went with those, but the the progression of that was that they were going to be like, okay, you have one map. This one map is going to have a ground battle. You'll be able to hop on a ship, fly up into space, and fight a Star Destroyer on one 64 versus 64 player map. Yeah. To me, that was been insanely cool. And I don't know why they they abandoned that and just said, nah, we're just going to go back to just being a ground game. And then this side you know, space thing. I don't know why they never thought to combine the two like the original Battlefront 3 was going to do. And you can still find videos online about this. Like, they, they released the tech footage and everything. I'm like, why didn't we get that? It's pretty complex. If you think about, like, the people that buy that compared to, like, you as a hardcore player, that's a pretty complex thing to get, you know, Bob off the side of the street involved in. He's like, oh, okay, I'm playing a storm. Oh, now I'm flying? Like, well, I want to go back to the ground. Like, why the fuck? I want to shoot a gun, not a starship. Like, what the fuck? Right? Like, your, your well, dream is not necessarily the average consumer. Yeah, I hear you. It's probably what happened when they went to, like, test all I, that. I, 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 you're probably right for the grand scheme, but I, I would definitely say there's still a market there. Oh, like, without I, I question, think, there's a market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I agree that it would, it would definitely be, you know, <laughs> for some reason that just made me. Like think of, you know all gamers, right? Where am I good? I know shoot. Starts hitting controller. Like, what's going on here? Um I think I think a lot of people would, would be able to do it. I mean, there'd have to be like tutorials. Yeah, that's you have to tutorialize everything and then that that's like a major factor in a lot of those decisions, I would assume. Uh I mean, and, and cool, right? like, talk about it, it sounds like it is the case. You just have one player is like, you know, you if you want to be a ground player, be a ground player, you know? But you could like look up and you could be seeing X Wings and TIE Fighters blasting each other and uh, the Storm Destroyer hovering up there. That's true. Storm, yeah, Stormtroopers can't look up. You know, gamers don't look up. Oh, gamers also don't look up. Yes, that is true. (laughs) True statement. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But hey, 
I will take an RTS. I will take whatever their first person shooter is. Uh, cause that sounds fantastic. And I'll take, uh, really anything respawn. Once again, I, I trust in respawn after, uh, even like, even though I don't play apex at all, I still understand that apex is a very good game and they do very good things mm -hmm. with that. And the community it's loves that game. Yeah. And it's doing yeah. fantastic. So keep on uh, I gotta say, though, making stuff. I, I just recently did a, a, a sponsored thing for prime because fallen order is free on prime right now. Yeah. And uh, actually the day after they announced the new star Wars games, I went and played a couple hours of, of Jedi fallen order. That game is awesome. Like, holy shit. Like, especially from the, uh, the cinematics and everything and how, and the animations of the people, like it, it's, I've gone to a few games and now come back to it. And it's made me really appreciate like how much they put into that, game. especially the, the levels and the scenes and everything. It really is like playing yeah. a movie in a lot. Yeah. Did you not oh, play it when good. it was out? Yeah. No, I think you did. You played that when it came yeah. out, right, Co? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, did, oh, I did. I did. I did a full playthrough and loved it. My biggest complaints were that I wanted it to be a, the type of game that it wasn't. I, I want it, even though like it's a great action game, but I want, I wanted an action RPG. Damn it. Yeah. I wanted lightsabers yeah. that I could customize and that it would make sense. I wanted gear that added stats and like, and I know it's not really fair of me to be like, you know, that's a down part of the game because it's not designed to be that kind of game. <laughs> but I gotta say, in Fallen Order Two, like. It would make me so happy. They just added like even light RPG elements. Yeah, give me some armor. It's so cool something. to get a piece of a lightsaber and have it be like, oh, like oh shit, I can use this, and it might make me more you know strong and less defensive or something like that. I don't know. I agree. I feel like instead of like, what poncho like... color is that? Cool, it's blue now. <laughs> like, oh. Oh. I feel saying like Kotor three is kind of like uh, in in Gladiator, like you could only say Kotor, whisper it, it would be gone. <laughs> like. <laughs> Don't say it. It's true. Don't talk about it. It's accurate. You know, the game happen. is pretty good. When they have like a, a streamer complication videos online of streamer reactions to the, you know, to the reveal of you know who. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so many YouTube videos of this. Just watch this streamer's reaction to that. Watch this streamer's reaction. Like, well, they did something right then. They definitely did. Yeah. They, they, very incredible that they held that off till the very end and, and did the reveal the way they did because everyone freaks yeah. out when you get to that point for sure it's good stuff uh what else do we have uh, just some small like game announcements uh or or continuation of announcements uh warner media ceo came out and said that hogwarts legacy and gotham knights are still on track for this year so those will be coming out uh crytek announced that they're working on a new crisis game uh, after 10 or so yeah. years since uh, crisis 3 uh mm -hmm. Horizon Forbidden West, we mentioned earlier, that's gone gold. The marketing uh, for that is in full swing. Put out like a trailer talking about Carrie Ann Moss and her role in that game. And that seems absolutely wild. Uh, we've got some stuff out of uh, from software. Uh, they did an interview with Miyazaki on PlayStation.com. They also did a like 42 minute or 24 minutes, something like that, uh, out of the Taipei game show. Uh, showed and talked about a lot of that game. They said about a 30-hour playthrough if you mainline the story for Elden Ring. Uh, obviously, that gets expanded upon if you try to do everything in the game. Um, and they also said also that new game plus and all know that where stuff. You're going. Yes, also that as well. Yeah, they showed a little bit more of the map uh, in game. While not the full map, there's a lot of stuff in that game. So the fact that only 30 hours for main story that'll probably be like 40 or 50 uh, if you just get sidetracked and go down a random path every once in a while, it seems like it's going to be pretty lengthy, uh, which is good news for me. And I think any Dark Souls fan that uh, that is excited for that. 
Uh, and then Blizzard, which was essentially a recruiting post, uh, went out there and announced that they're making a survival game. Uh, and it's literally called Unannounced Survival Game at this point. Uh, <laughs> but they are looking for people to come and work on the uh, on the title, careers.blizzard.com for that. But yeah, just straight, it, straight out there announcing it. Um, with kind of a smaller little blog post. They didn't really give any indication of what it is apart from it being a survival game and a, like two screenshots. You're going to call it, I, I heard the working title is Valheim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably will do well. Probably do well. You never know. Uh, it usually does a pretty good job of like combining elements from multiple genres or, and, or like survival games and like they make, a pretty good game from that but i don't know if that's the same blizzard anymore you know right i i had a uh, a friend that worked at blizzard a long time ago and he described to me how blizzard's uh creation of games goes and it's essentially they look at whatever the best game in that mark in the market is for that specific genre they copy everything out of that and then also put in blizzard like elements to make it their own game and that's essentially what like blizzard's always done and if you kind of look at their games it makes a lot of sense right oh yeah Look at look at the expansions for Warcraft. Yeah, when they when they introduce like over the years, you, they introduce mechanical like mechanical enhancements. It's crazy how often you can draw direct parallels to like, oh, this MMO came out and was successful. Next Blizzard expansion has like major elements from that. Yep. Here goes by another MMO comes out, boom, same thing, and it's just like boom, on on and on and on and on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then last thing, here, it, I like it. Call it Valcraft. Valcraft. <laughs> I think that's got a good name to it. I think that could. It's got some legs. Yeah. Uh, I only bring this up because I know Burke, you, you do a lot more VR than at least the three of us. Uh, and I don't know if that's even considered a lot of VR. Uh, but there's a new MMO that now that, uh, launched, not announced that launched this past week called Zenith, Zenith or something Zenith? like that. Yeah. Yeah. Have, yeah. You, I haven't have you checked that out? Not yet. I'm going to though. Okay. It's been sitting at, uh, Steam's top selling on the top of the, the Steam's top selling game list, or at least in the top five or so. Uh, but yeah. it's like a full on MMO. And I was just how are, curious. How are its reviews? Like, are they most? Are they I don't positive? know. Let's pull it up. Uh, Steam. Let me see. You said MMO and VR at the same time, like in the same. Yeah. Yes. They, oh, very positive. It's kind. Yep. Very there positive. are more than one of these. There's a lot that that's that's like you know, very MMO like. Like you go to a town and you build a town, and then you go off and do adventures, and you you're throwing magic or shooting bow and arrows. It's very much. Uh, there's a. I can't remember the other one's name, but there's. This is not the first one. This is not the first one, but this is definitely the one that has a lot of popularity behind it right now. Yeah, yeah. It seems to be selling well. I guess that's a little bit of the combat. Uh, some of the reviews I read said the combat's like fine, but the, the best part about it is the crafting and the cooking apparently is a lot of fun. Uh, it's it's like, racing. I'm, I'm there. How yeah. many people are like, when it, MMO gets thrown around a lot, yeah. <laughs> so like when it, you know to me classical MMO, you know, thousands of people on a on one server, you could literally meet at a, in a town with everybody on the server and then crash the server. But um what is this when it says MMO? Is it saying like, well, we have a server and there's 10 people in it? <laughs> like That's a good point. I'm not know, sure. What is it? Yeah, I I don't know the uh the player limit at all. Um I'm not really seeing any reviews or anything uh that say that but somebody well i gotta that. tell you this man if it's like an mmo with like raid bosses or, or world boss or whatever 
Like, you're going to have tanks that are actually getting fucking exhausted, being like, I can't keep swinging my fucking arm anymore, dude. I can't do it. And the spellcasters are like, yeah, me neither, man. This is getting fucking... Uh, you need a breather, dude. I want that experience. There is a game called uh, a Blade and Sorcery, I think oh, it's yeah. called. Yeah. Now, they just released, like, this dungeon uh it's brand new content so like you you spawn in and you have to go through a dungeon and fight all the all the npcs throughout the whole thing and talk about getting exhausted because oh, this yeah. game has like it uses real physics like so if you stab somebody with a sword you gotta stab them to get that sword to go through them and i'm like just please add co-op for this because i just want to do a co-op run of this <laughs> and just see we did a co-op thing with me gassy cream and cletus of a dungeon uh a dungeon game I can't remember what it was and it was like i was a tank and cream was a tank i'm like literally getting exactly what zeke just said i was like hey, oh i remember that yeah i, I watched you guys this? do that what was the name of that game i forgot what that was Dungeon something i can't remember but ancient it was dungeon? so cool what was that zeke? Huh? ancient dungeon no no Okay. Something, something with the word dungeon in it. Yeah. You look like knights. Yeah. Yeah, I oh, remember watching exhausted. you guys. It seemed it seemed all right. Um They were so tired at the end of the night for that. They were like, okay, you know, we're I I I don't think we can continue. <laughs> it worked out though, huh? It oh, was. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Is it a dungeon night? I think it is dungeon night. Um, it's like a hold dungeon, on. It has knights in it. And everyone's like, Dungeon Knight? Yeah. Like, it's not an actual name. Yeah, hold on. Uh, VR dungeon... game's not the best at names just yet. Or VR not the best at names yet. Still good, though. Uh, yeah, I'm pulling up some other. Oh, this is also on PSVR. I wonder if there's cross play. It's also on oh, yeah, Steam. It... Oh, hold on. What is it called? No, it's not Dungeon Knight. It's not that. Oh. Oh, now I'm never gonna find it. Is it on Am Steam? I? Here's the Meta Quest on Steam. launch trailer. Okay, great. Can you, you search your games by by title, like in the? Yeah, I'm doing that right now. Let's see. Okay, I'll find it. Uh, while you're looking for it, I was just uh, browsing through the reviews of this game. Um, so they say there's two main classes. It's got a decent storyline in it. That's long. Uh, combat's interactive and really keeps you from or keeps you having fun. There's cooking and gathering. Uh, which is uh, really fun to do in the game. Questing is loads of fun. There's guild systems. You can create guilds in game and invite your friends. There's VR streamer settings uh, for those on PC VR, which has smooth first person, uh, which is the same wide FOV that Steam VR view captures minus the blurry line. Uh, armor, weapons, all you would expect from that type of stuff. The bad stuff, uh, there's definitely some bugs here and there. Uh, a few of them from uh, time to time make it so you some chests taking longer to respawn or some area saying you're in a level 40 zone when you're level when you're in a level 12 zone sounds like just standard bug stuff uh there's not really any concepts day one launch issues but that was due to a gigantic flow of people trying to join at the same time i kind of think everyone that has a vr i mean i'm i'm definitely the case i don't know if uh core zeke and even burke are kind of feel like we're always looking for the next vr game to jump into i think that's yeah. what actually has happened here is this game did so well on Steam initially because everyone's like, wait, it's there's a new VR game and it's supposed to be good. Let me go ahead and go get my, let me wipe the dust off this headset here and clean the <laughs> We'll try it out. We'll see how it goes. Um, I am wrong. It is VR Dungeon Night. They have changed ah. that game since the last time we played it. Now your characters have full avatars. They didn't used to have that. That's what I was looking for. Like the little night silhouettes, what we had. Yeah. Now it's like 
full avatar and they have just released like the gunslinger update so i guess you have guns now sweet that it looks even better than the last time we played it you gotta Maybe go it might to be it? time to revisit it might yeah time. i think we might have to check it out again yeah. <laughs> let me know if you guys try out the zenith thing it, it looks kind of interesting Same. Like it, well, and I didn't like, think that I, was I, it either. I'm because... looking for all the, and I actually got to talk to Burke about this. We've we've chat a little bit, but I need to get a list of VR stuff together. That there's been some yeah. cool VR stuff or games that have Very gone cool. into VR. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. over the last like few months, especially. So yeah, I'm gonna. I didn't think that was one you were talking about, Burke, because it came out in 2017. So this game is like, yeah, VR, VR Dungeon Night has had many updates, I guess. Yeah, it's it's early access, so they've been working on it apparently. But it it when we played it way back then when it originally came out, it was fun, exhausting but fun. All the and immersive kind of is all heck. So you know, like I'm I, I'm excited to see that they're still working on it. So I want to try it now, and then I want to try the Zenith. But like, yeah, like what Co said, there's a lot of like everyone knows the main, the greatest hits, right? They're like you know, got to play Half Life, Alec. You know, you got to play. You know all these uh, major VR games, but there are the Walking so Dead many. ones. Awesome, Resident Evil Seven. Yes, the Walking Dead one is amazing. I want more they're, like they're that. They're making Walking a second Dead one, game. by the way. I don't know if you saw that announcement, Burke, but they're making a new one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank goodness. It was announced. They didn't oh, show like, anything. They just said they're they're working on it. So we were talking about this real quick. Have they officially announced that they're working on a Half Life Alex Two, whatever that's called? I don't think so. Valve usually okay. like Valve's general way of doing that is hey we were working on a game and it's out in like a month here's, here's the entire yeah. game. probably uh, smart after the whole three thing yeah it's yeah, probably <laughs> yeah i mean they have precedent okay. as to why they do it that way for sure well, then we know is that yeah. gabe gaben is like really focused on vr he really wants that to take off so they're still doing stuff with vr i don't know we're uh, apparently like the rumor is is that the index are working on a to turn it into keep the quality but be wireless yeah you know, a lot of people just don't like the wire. I don't like the wire. I can't go back to wire. You know, like, I, I still have the Vive, too. the Vive wireless thing? Yeah. Yeah, I got the wireless attachment. It works fine for me. Is that the I one with the bullhorns? Wire. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I've got that. I can't go back to wired, man. I just, I just can't do it. It's just, it, once you get that wire free from you, it's so much better experience. Here's a little bit. The game does look cool, though. I think it'd be. It just depends how many players there are. Like, what? What is? What does I mean, it mean I, by MMO? There, there was a uh, in one of the earlier videos when you were talking. There was like twenty or thirty people sitting around like a town center. So, seems like it's pretty MMOy in that regard. Dang. Yeah, it um, might be pretty fun. Yeah, th this area obviously does not look very filled or stacked with people. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. Uh, I think he's just showing off the different cooking or something like that. Uh, I'll I'll throw this in here now since it's VR conversation. I got to the part with all the uh, bugs in uh, Resident Evil Seven. I almost quit the playthrough. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> not yeah, now that's same. With you, I, I'm the same way. Big like swarms of things or I, giant like flying insect things. Yeah, I didn't mind the uh, like the spiders sucked right. Like that was fine. But as someone who has an actual fear of wasps, seeing a wasp fly at me in vr i was like no fuck that i just took it off I was like guys the playthrough's over i'm not gonna finish this <laughs> good question uh someone in my chat is rather adamant that the game you played was actually called carnage chronicles no we played that too okay they um, play a lot of stuff over there. hold on i'll double check that one the people are like just armor they just look like armor they don't uh... jb i'm telling you though like getting back to what you're saying like it's worth it to keep going. Just oh, put your I, head down. I kept going. No, I, here's what I did. 
I, I okay. because I actually have like a legitimate fear of wasp. Like I, I had a uh, my reaction. If you go back and watch the clip, it's not like a ah, it scared me. It's like oh, I'm taking this headset off immediately and throwing it across the room type deal. Yeah. And so that yeah. happened. So then I just put the headset on top of my head, but I didn't put over my eyes. And I watched in the OBS uh, output and got through that portion because it was fine. I had no issues doing that. Then the second I put that back on and I walk into a room and there's like one of those giant wasps on the wall, I take off the headset again. I'm okay. Let me go ahead and shoot that. Okay. put it back on. Yes. And, yeah. Got through it. That's correct. Yeah. Thanks, Co. Yeah. If uh, they're right, Carnage Chronicles, that's the game. Yeah. That's the one we, we played. Okay. Nice. Yeah, that's the one that Lay Shift played together. It was four player co op. That's it. Yeah. I was confused there for a second because I couldn't find Carnage Chronicles on my, on, my, on my Steam here. I guess, oh, because I wasn't using the K. That's why. There you go. You always got to use that's it but also uh somebody said to ask you did you play a game called lone echo i've heard of that i don't know why i've heard of that but mm. i remember that we transported to an advanced mining facility within the rings of saturn complete with a detailed space station expansive outer space environments interactive space equipment that's an oculus that's, game you know. i think that was kind of awesome yeah i think that's there's also a lone echo 2 that came out last year it looks like it's only those are that's from the uh, ready at dawn people uh and it's only on oculus uh vr so you'll probably have to get that like it's so thing. unfortunate yeah there's uh, ways around it it's not the worst thing yeah 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 i was just uh, talking about VR like, games now uh uh resident evil 4 vr uh the room vr i think is all, all room vr is supposed to be good yeah yeah Did you guys it ever do good. the star trek stuff uh, we did bridge crew. Yeah, we me and Zeke did bridge crew. Yeah, I don't know okay, if Co ever played it, but me, Zeke, uh, Scoots, and and Aaron, my wife, we did. We played two or three sessions of that. It's fun. It's a lot. It was of a lot of fun. Yeah, and I'll we tell you one. this: going from playing Klingon Academy and remembering, like, picture picture Star Trek bridge crew in VR, but you had to do all, every single Everything. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas in, you know, Bridge Crew, it was, you know, everybody had their own sections. Like, that was so much better. Like, I was like, I just want to play. It makes me just want to play Bridge Crew again. Yeah. Uh, Werewolves Within is also, it's made by Ubisoft. It's an older game, but it is, it still stands up today. It is one of the best, like, VR. You sit down in a, in a table with, like, eight other people, and two people are werewolves. It's like Mafia back in the day, Co. It's like a... Yeah. You're trying to uncover who the werewolf is and you have to like interrogate people live and you're pointing at them and, and you're like, this is when it's in a VR landscape, it just works so good. What was the name of that game? Werewolves Within. Yeah, this is it. I've been trying okay. to get a streamer group to play this forever. Is it only PSVR? Uh, no, no, it's it's all. It's everything. Oh, okay. I even think like even quests. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm meta quest too. My apologies. <laughs> you should apologize. <laughs> I was gonna say the Zuck is coming for Zuck's you. Zuck's in the background. <laughs> you better say you're sorry. Yeah, you're gonna do another stream tonight. And fucking Zuck's just gonna poke his head into that little window here, <laughs> tap on the glass. Yeah, you better get that right. There is definitely something uh, about VR games when you can see another person like moving their hands and whatnot. There's that that's a unique thing to VR games that I think is is probably one of the better parts of it. I've actually I I started watching a lot of uh of the uh the VR chat stuff that like Rafflegator does. Mm -hmm. That stuff is I one I don't know how you're able to stream any of that shit. 
uh, and not get banned. And two, that shit's absolutely wild. Some of the avatars that exist in VR chat is just bananas. Both in terms of like how crazy they are animated and also just how absurd some of them are, which is hilarious to watch. It's it's there's a migration from um now now a notorious game but uh game but it's literally like a metaverse part zero point five or whatever second life, which is migrating to become VR chat. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, because people are enjoying this new reality that you get to you get to live. Oh, and I think it's yes, dude, it's it's wild. Yes, they are. <laughs> you don't know how he can broadcast. You're talking about like sexual stuff, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing it? a lot of that. Uh, it's Raffle Gator. He does it. He does okay. a weekly dating show where he. You actually might. Uh, I don't know how he acquires people, but they do a dating show uh, once a week, and it's like a full. He own he has like a bar that is branded as his bar. And there's a shit ton of people there and they do like speed dating and then they have like a talent show that's incorporated into it. Uh, some of the, some of the talent shows are just insane. Uh, people that have, you know, VR rooms, but they're more like VR, VR halls and they're doing like full on yeah. dance performances because they've got like multiple trackers in the room and also on their body. So they can do like a cartwheel and that does a cartwheel in game uh, when also doing it in real life. That type of shit constantly happening. It's it's wild to watch if you've never seen it before. Damn. Yeah, it's really impressive. Are really in a VR headset? Yeah, and it stays on. Like there's people doing flip. Like yep. I'm, I don't. I, they do literal flips. They're like tumbling and shit in these rooms. It's wild. They have to these see. little trackers that you put on your shoes, and they 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 have. Uh, you could just see them on Amazon. I'm gonna get some because it's like now full body tracking is becoming as a bigger thing there's some games that completely support that so you you on top of your shoes you have the tracker your sensors pick that up um you put yeah. it on your waist as yeah. well like your belt they have them on there so you can detect detect your your hips movement and everything and like you get oh. all in here this is uh this is oh. what i'm talking about <laughs> I saw the smile. <laughs> this is what i'm talking about here look at this, this is all... make sure the, to make sure the motion of the ocean is as accurate as <laughs> this as is a real be. person it's dancing us. like this yeah thank you but like that's the type of tracking that they're doing and like fucking full on flips and everything. Also, now you can see what I'm saying when it's like, I don't know how this stuff is straight. You know, the squirrel's confused. Okay. I'm going to say something real here. I'm going to say something real. How, how sure are we that this isn't just somebody running a script? Oh, they stream. Their... This person streams. It's real. Okay, fine. Yeah. Like it's it's hundred percent verified. <laughs> I know I want to see that. My God, streams? it's incredible. Yes, yeah. Her name is uh, is it Fillion? Ms. Kiff. No, oh, no. Ms. Kiff is he was the on the dating show. He was the speed dating. Oh, show. okay. Uh, I'm just reading names. Yeah. I want to get the yeah. It's F I L I A N, is her name. I see that they had the physics in this game now. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the game's definitely gotten pretty crazy. <laughs> Well, I grew good. up in the days of like like AOL chat rooms and stuff. Like I was there for the yeah. burgeoning, like the, the explosion of that kind of stuff. So uh, I remember like always always being online and being like, "That's a dude." Like <laughs> when you do the ASL, like ASL, like Liz, like oh, I'm 18, I'm I'm a female in Florida or whatever. It's like that's a fucking dude. You know, it's a dude. Yeah. And I just picture like a fucking biker dude like getting off the road, like saying, "All right, brothers, we'll see you later." And he puts on that VR shit and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of that 
in VR chat. There's a lot of male, uh, male players that have like crazy hot female avatars. And that's just a thing. It's fine. It just exists. But they're like, 100%. They're like, hey, what's up, Steve? You know? <laughs> yeah, 100%. You're like, oh, hey, hey. Yeah, I think Rafflegator himself actually has like multiple lewd avatars like that. So, yeah. And he, he they try to like do voices and stuff. It's, if you've never seen any of those streams before, they're a wild late night stream that uh, it's worth checking out. Uh, I'll, I'll yeah, post it's, both it's, the streams. Like my, GTA RP for people who like to be active, like when they do it. You yes. know, like I'd rather be standing up and doing this. Not me. I'm not definitely not one of those people. Like I'd much rather RP <laughs> sitting down comfortably. Yeah. But more power to the people who like to do RP while exercising or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking, I don't get it. That's true. Well, say like I think uh, Second Life even came out with their Sansa, right? And it was trying to is be that the VR? next you know, VR chat. Yeah, it was it supposed is. to be like the next Second Life, but they tried to clean up their acts. You know, we're we're a uh, much more safe uh, Second Life, and of course, That's it's not like how you make money. It's just like yeah, it's just like OnlyFans. You know, it's like well, we're gonna be a, a much cleaner OnlyFans, and it's like okay, well, the reason why people play <laughs> with your yes. pain is no longer valid, so gonna close the door overnight dude so they i think they abandoned sansar actually it makes sense i mean that that stuff yeah. exists in vr chat so that's where most people are gonna go just, just how things are man yeah yeah that's just <laughs> that's how, it is. That's how it is uh all right let's take a break we'll come back we'll talk uh eco with bert talk about some other games that we've all been playing and then uh wrap up the show so uh, i posted the links in my chat i'll see if those get uh for the the two vr people we were just mentioning about uh, if you guys want to go and check them out. Uh, but we're going to take a break. We'll come back and uh, do all that and more. We'll see you guys in about five or six minutes. BRB. Welcome back. And it's going to be exciting. Jesus Christ. <laughs> There was a YouTube video playing on that PC that I guess auto-played in that Twitch article. <laughs> it scared the shit out of me and everyone else that was watching. <laughs> hey, the reason that I have this article pulled up, uh, I didn't see this. Someone uh, sent it to us in the break. So I guess kind of jumping back to news real quick. Uh, I sh We should note that this has now been removed. The blog post was put up by Twitch and now it's been removed. Uh, but essentially, the blog post said that uh, they are announcing plans to launch a new program for streamers on the platform, offering them a way of earning a reliable source of income by streaming for a specific amount of hours. Uh, GameSpot.com, who has auto-embedded videos that auto-play, uh, <laughs> says that it's unclear if this program will indeed launch at all after the post being removed or whether changes to it could be made before it resurfaces. Um, they called it the ads incentive program mm -hmm. and it will present personalized offers to select streamers at launch in exchange for a flat payout. Streamers will need to stream a certain number of hours while running ads. Twitch said, quote, we know how important reliable monthly income is to its creators. That's why today we're introducing predictability into a revenue source that rarely provides it ads. The goal is simple, help you earn a more predictable monthly income through ads with no ceiling on earning potential. I didn't see any of this. I didn't even know this launched. Uh, it was only there for a minute or two. I remember like uh, they tweeted that to me um, 
my mod showed it to me and it was just like it was just there just showed like a, a basic setup i was like okay well i mean it's an interesting idea we'll see how that plays out yeah uh it it is it's a weird conversation for me to at least discuss and i think cohen and i think zeke are also in somewhat of a weird space discussing it because like this already exists in a way uh behind the scenes i guess um, there's a lot of contracts that people have signed over the past couple of years that very closely imitates what they're basically trying to put out here. Um, you think this is going to replace those contracts? I don't replace, uh, maybe I don't, I, I don't know what um, word I would use, but one thing though, now, not, not of course talking about any of the details in, in the contracts, but one thing I'm interested about in, in that stuff yeah is the exclusivity uh exclu i can never say that word probably exclusivity exclusivity yeah. so, <laughs> so like for instance if a if a streamer were to sign up for a program like that and and they would be guaranteed that payout from twitch would they then not be able to go on youtube or any other service yeah um that would be very interesting if so like Same. that that would be a quick way for, for twitch to kind of get around that it would also have a lot of, of stipulations on, you know, what Twitch could do with that content and things of that nature as well. Um, but frankly, I mean, I, I think something like that is awesome. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Twitch is better off the more ads people run. That's what we know. They've been very public about uh, it through various interviews and ex-employees. They've been public about the fact that the top streamers on Twitch lose their money. That that because of of the way that their their setups work and the way that their their data and infrastructure works, like the largest streamers on the platform are not like the cash cows. Um, the people that are really making the money are the plethora of mid tier streamers that are actually running ads. Yeah. So the more that Twitch can, can <laughs> the more that Twitch can can utilize that that line of profit for them while also helping the people that are streaming and incentivize that in a positive way where both sides win, the better for everybody. The yep. only person that loses is the viewer. Sorry. It, it Yeah. Unfortunately, that's the, the true. That's the uh, only person that loses. The, the truest statement out of all of that is it's a worse experience for a viewer because there's more ads. Ultimately. Unless at, at that point, it's then, then you start talking about the incentivized to sub and, you know, by bypassing ads completely, you're doing that and, and things like that. So yeah. I should say the only people that 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 lose are people that watch unsubbed channels. That would be yes. a better way to say that. Not viewers in yeah. general. Because if you're a sub, then you are actually not losing anything. If anything, as a sub, you're the streamer that you are watching is being more supported by the sack. So yeah. you wouldn't lose at all. Um, say that again, go, that? or don't have Twitch Turbo. Yeah. <laughs> Which say the, the people that are unsubbed are losing out. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> yeah. That's well, again, that like from, from here. <laughs> I I know, and if only there was some way they could rectify that. But no, it's it's the, uh, the the big thing though is that from the looks of the the pre-release stuff, we'll, we'll call it, we'll call it unreleased since they retracted it so quickly. Yeah, they retracted. But from the looks of that, I mean, some of the asks are pretty significant. Like I think one of them was running like four minutes of ads an hour. Like, hmm. That's a lot of ads. I mean, you're talking about like considering that a lot of casters stream like eight, twelve hours. I mean, you're talking like a half hour of ads. Um, which is a long time. I mean, that's that's like getting to be comparable from like TV back in the day. Um, not near it. I'd say for what thirty minutes of of 
normal TV, I think it was like seven or eight minutes of ads. Uh, like, there's a lot more than, than you would think. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's, it, that's, well, a, that's a big look, approach to it. Like, yeah. That's, you know, yeah. that's a well, big it's 60 thing. minutes and you only you get like 40 series. minutes of actual content. Yeah. It's like 20 minutes of ads. Yeah. Yeah. If you watch any series on, on like a streaming service, Netflix or whatever, right. You'll see each episode is 22 minutes long, which means eight, eight minutes. minutes of ads. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That's correct. Mm. I had this debate with chat not too long ago. We were talking about just this thing. And, uh, you know, like I, to me, I, I don't like pre-roll ads. I feel like that is that's that hurts growth for channels. It does more harm than good. I don't, I don't think know you'll the find an argument here. That, you know, but <laughs> I, I definitely noticed that follows have dropped off since pre-rolls ads because when you go to a channel, you know, and you're like, oh, seven, you know, there are two of seven ads or whatever. You're like, ah, OK, I'm clicking off this guy and I'm going to go watch, you know, click around. Um. But like at the same time, when I talk to chat, you know, like this Twitch is still a free service and it's still something that you could just tune in for free. You know, you don't they don't charge you anything. So it's like, how do they mitigate? Because like people have this fantasy, like they play a free to play game and then they get irritated if they monetize anything. Well, then that free to play game is not going to be around for much longer because it's going to close. They have to make some kind of money. Right. right. And so does Twitch. So there has to be uh, a balance between what is okay for viewers who understand that and, you know, and, and the streamer who's going to run the ads, you know, how do you play this balancing game? So I don't, it, it's, it's still kind of up there, but the, for the most part, chat seemed like my, at least my chat was like pretty much okay with the idea of seeing some ads. They just don't want like, you know, a ton in a in a in a in a they they really don't like automated ads lots of streamers do that they just they're playing their yeah. Yeah. battle royale and then the you know right in the middle of the action boom there comes the ad you know they hate that um cream uh has been doing with that uh the, his twitch contract for a while he controls his ads so he only runs them when there's a law or if there's a break or if he's gonna you know, nothing's happening. He's just talking. We're planning something. So, boom, he, you know, he runs the ads. And I think that's a better way to do it. It is, yeah. It's a lot more work, yeah. though. <laughs> it puts I'm more work saying. on you. Yeah, you have to remember. And that's kind of the pain in the butt, you know. Right, but, you know. Yeah. Three minutes, three minutes every two hours. Three minutes of ads every two hours has been working for me for, like, seven years. Like, yeah. people, you kind of have that baked into your, your good. No your one complains. Yeah. Like everybody knows, and it's nice, nice to get up every two hours to get, you know, water break, you know, take a piss, yeah. you know, whatever. So, like, I mean, you, you, you got to find the thing that's right for you. And the thing that I always consider, like, people who do like these long, like, Final Fantasy speed runs, it's like you got to sit there for like five hours straight and not do anything, and then <laughs> just like fuck. Man. With like, if you're if you're doing like battle royales or like things that have like matches and stuff, like in between matches, like. I don't understand, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe I, I'm just. I get it. it. Makes sense. Um, there, was, someone said something, and I was gonna. Uh, now I just blanked, completely blanked. It's all right. Oh, now I remember. Yeah, uh, if you think back to like, probably about two years ago, before really ads, I, I think ads uh, are much more common now on the platform. But I think the reason is because a lot of these contracts were signed for some of the bigger channels on the platform and they started running ads, right? And there was a bunch of pushback at the beginning of that. I, you don't really see it that much now. Now it's just like, oh yeah, that person runs a lot of ads. It's normalizing. But it's totally yeah. normalized. And that was the whole point of the contracts from Twitch, right? Like it yeah. was to normalize ads on the platform. 
Uh, and, and now it's kind of a joke in a lot of streams where people are just running ads on cooldown as fast as they can fucking run them on some of these giant channels. Uh, and like the ad revenue in a lot of ways is making more than sub revenue on those channels uh, <laughs> because they're running use, them like every six or seven minutes. Use cream as an example. He has an emote that says hashtag ad and his chat is reminding him. To yeah, run they're, his ad. they're reminding the streamers to run it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think, you know, I, I don't want to speak for cream, but I think that's probably because he was so open with his chat and now yes. his chat wants to support the stream as possible. That's, and I think that's, that's another big thing. thing. Yeah. Be open with them. Yes. That was, that was another, a, a good thing on, on Twitch's end is, is they made it. So ads become more about supporting your streamer. They right. made it. So it's kind of like a, uh, you know, it's, it's, an, we're all in this together. We enjoy this show, so if we watch the ads, then we're helping in our way support. Which, to be blunt, is what they're doing. Like yeah. for for mm -hmm. all the viewers that sit around and keep watching ads that a streamer does, you're supporting them in, in many cases without giving them a penny, uh, and that's very meaningful support. So you know, I mean, it's it's become a more communal thing. It's it, the streamer wins, the chat wins because they're you know they feel that they're contributing, and which absolutely wins is they're taking the bulk of the ad revenue. So yeah, you know, every everyone's getting a little bit. The, yeah. the uh, unsubbed viewer who's like, how can I help? You know, that's that's how they help. Yeah, the you yeah. know, or clicking the sponsored link or whatever. Even nothing things that doesn't have anything to do with actual money coming out of anybody's pocket are the small things that people can do to help their favorite streamer, whoever that is. Yeah. And um, you, you even see some of the bigger streamers like uh, Hassan, for example. It, it's become like a, a bit of a stream where every hour he'll run an ad, but he'll do it by making it a part of the news is like a goof. So it'll be like, oh my God, Joe Biden just says that we need to run our 60 minute ad break guys or some shit like that, right? He does it 10 times better than what I just did, but he makes it fun, right? And so the stream is, Dude, it's enjoyable. To be fair, the absolute best way to sell out. Yeah. Make it a joke. Yes. That mm -hmm. is, that that makes selling out about a thousand percent more liked by your audience. 100% Absolutely. You're a joke. Yeah. Not wrong about that. So, do I think a program like this will be welcomed by most of the partners on the platform? Yeah, because a lot of partners are already in something similar uh, in a lot of ways. And it ain't bad, right? <laughs> if we they sign the contracts, that it's not a bad time. Um, it says further in the GameSpot article, as originally outlined, the program will be available to Twitch partners and affiliates who will see it in the Ads Manager dashboard on the website. Once the streamer accepts the offer, they'll set the ads manager to the rate detailed in the incentive. After streaming the minimum number of hours uh, required, the streamer will collect their income at the end of the month. So seems fairly automated. Uh, we'll see. I, this probably gets posted on Monday. I'd be surprised. I hope they pursue it. Yeah, I, I do too. Because that, that posted it, on a Friday. I bet you they took it down and said, let's save it for Monday and take the take the week. But that, that's, that's a system that at the end of the day is going to be the most rewarding for mid and smaller streamers, like mid tier and starting streamers. Like that, having that kind of guaranteed income, knowing that they're going to be able to, to pay X bills and being able to plan and schedule that, like that's, that's huge. Yes. Um, With back when I was starting, that was a big point of stress for a long period of time. 100%. So yeah, being able to click a button and be like, okay, I know that's money. Money is coming as long as I meet these streamer hours. Like that's, yes. Mm -hmm. that's big. I think it's big. I think also the the idea of having a number of hours that you have to stream on a monthly basis is also good for a lot of streamers. What is going to be very interesting is the inevitable data mining that is going to happen yeah. where people find out exactly 
what metrics are getting what offers because those offers are going to be true for every specific channel. So it is going to be essentially like we're going to see from Twitch's perspective, like where they feel the most value is. Are they do they value long term stable growth or, you know, more recent skyrocket type growth? Like there's going to be a whole lot of questions that are going to be answered from just seeing how they comfortable they feel um, compensating. Also, some people were confused because when it says like, you know, run four minutes of ads for an, you know, in an hour, and then it says stream for 40 hours. Is that, so that means run four minutes of ads every hour, right? Yeah. Yeah. For 40 hours. Yep. Okay. And I think, I think someone in chat was saying Zizzer and talked about like his, his monthly hours is 220, uh, which is from a lot of contracts that I've seen quite high. Uh, he has to stream 220 hours a month yeah that's apparently what he was saying on a stream the other day according to my chat uh which that's a lot uh that's a lot of hours streamed i don't hit that mark uh, except on maybe a a big month uh where there's a big game out i think i averaging like a 190 maybe 200 uh a month i don't know about you guys 55 hours a week yeah 55 hour weeks that's what chat just said. The, the only thing that I could, I would hope by that yeah. is that, yeah, that's, that's eight hours a day, every single day, almost eight hours a day, every single day. The that's only thing that I would hope significantly by that is that he is getting like, like, hopefully that's a, a bit bigger than yes. normal <laughs> like contract. He is getting, you know, like maybe that's some kind of special deal. He worked out by choice. Right. You have to take that into consideration. It probably was. Zizarin is a marathon streamer. He is a marathon streamer his life is in as he has said before his life is responsibly set up for marathon streaming um he has a support structure he does it all the time like he you know works out stays healthy so like that maybe he requested that many hours he probably did hours. i would think yeah yeah i i never again right? i that, never heard I, of that, that i don't think it ever forced that on somebody yeah like that's yeah it's a lot it's a lot anyways i didn't mean to turn this into a 30 minute conversation but hey I'm glad we did regardless. Let's talk about the eco server, Burke. Why don't you, um, I'll pull up some footage of the early days of the eco server. Why don't you talk a little bit about what this is? Cause I think for a lot of people, they just don't know what eco is to begin with. So maybe that's a good place to start. What, uh, what is this game that you and the, uh, the crew played the past month, 24 days or so ago is when y'all started. Yeah, it was, well, I think eco came out. Oh, what was the release date for that? It came out a while, but while back. And it's been early access for a while. And there were some streamers who played it. You know, they had some fun with it here and there. Um, we, I think last year was the 2021. Uh, January, as you guys know, is usually a pretty dead month. You know, there's not a lot going on in January. So it's a great time to do like some events. I, I, I think Diver, there is some cool stuff going on in January every year. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> say so myself. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I, think, I think he meant watchable. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> My feelings, you have hurt them. So we Next kind of uh, we cool? wanted something to do in January, something that that, that that could be fun and then a little goofy. And I don't think anyone expected Eco to take off the way it did. We thought, okay, you know, like um, when I was talking to Willy Wonka about it, who does a wonderful job of setting all this up for us. You know, Willy Wonka. Um, yeah, the Willy Wonka. Yeah, wow. he's a he's a cream mod who has kind of become be. a universal mod for uh, the entire late shift as a whole. Um, 
He's a berry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, we thought the game would probably be a couple days. <laughs> a couple days that we would play. And it became this complete other thing. So let me explain the game. The idea of this is, it, eco, it's about the ecology of the, of the planet, you know. There is uh, an asteroid in the sky, and you can its game is completely moddable, so you can set up the, if you want the asteroid to impact in 24 hours or if you want it to do a month. You can set it up however you want. The idea of the, of the people on the world is to build up to the tech to be able to destroy the asteroid so it doesn't destroy your planet. And the pathway to getting to that is basically like a social experiment because people have... Wants and needs. Um, you could set up your own business in this. You can mine the earth. You can uh, be a cook. Food is important in this game. You can uh, be a tailor to make uh, make clothing. You uh, hunt the animals. You chop down trees. You mine it into the ground. You you get oil. You do everything you could think of for industry, for creating and crafting. And then on top of that, you have to socialize around people with you. And people sometimes will cut corners. They will want to get to this resource and not properly dispose of their pollutants, which is like, you know, if they're doing smithing, they, they can create uh, tailings, which is a pollutant that they have to deal with. Um, you know, or, uh, or if they're, they're doing uh, something that creates air pollution, it starts putting CO2 into the air. So you start cutting down trees and the CO2 starts affecting the world. So the entire world it becomes affected by what the players are doing. You can have species go dead. Deer can go extinct. You can have the sea starting to change color. You can have plant life start to die. You can have the seas begin to rise because as the oil, you don't see them. They don't have a representation of the uh, polar ice caps in the game, but the sea levels can rise to a point that it will completely just, you know, Take over your building and everything that you've created and <laughs> the life on the planet has gone to crap. You, you can't make anything anymore. You have destroyed yourselves through your technological innovation. And at the same time, with the social aspect of it, you could create a government. You can pass laws. Um, you elect a president. You can elect uh, different people for different positions. You can have someone elected for like in, you know uh, uh, infrastructure. So like they're literally planning out how the road system will go, and so players can go out and build the road themselves and be paid by the government to do that. <laughs> it's just so much layers on top of layers, like an onion with this game, that it was a natural breeding ground for a role play environment. So. We kind of loosely did a role play in 2021. This time we did a much more hardcore, you know, with rules and mods, uh, which is another thing that I'll, I'll call Willy Wonk out for. It's like he got a great team of viewers. I wish I could say all their names right now, but uh, they have they created all kinds of custom mods like they added uh, with support by the devs. By the way, the devs are all in on this. They love what we're doing with this. Oh, that's that's great. That's they created a dream like right a, there. <laughs> there was a, a a police system that was added, so like you could use a lockpick to break into people's homes, and this is not even a part of the game. So they could break into people's homes and like get into a chest and steal like two things. You're only limited to two things that you could steal, and then sneak back out. But as you do that, you leave a clue. 
So then the police can come. So somebody in the role play can be like, I got broken into. And the police shows up and he's scanning the area. All right, let me look around. Oh, I found a fingerprint. Let's go back and analyze this fingerprint. And they scan the they scan the fingerprint with three possible names that come up of who that could be. So they have to go and interrogate those three people in a role play setting to find, you know, to, w- 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 do you have anything to do with Jeb McCoy? You do, were you ever around his area? Jeb McCoy, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know where we got some evidence here. You know, like the, the role play element was so good. You had uh, uh, classy packs running around with a character called, called Stump. That <laughs> was what running for did. president. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> Wait, who ended up being yeah, president? So, I stump on the stump. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, stump, yeah, stump. stump won the election. Oh, uh, he, won. Probably, he won on the you know on the premise of you know just don't look up you know. <laughs> Oh, for the asteroids love it keep your eyes on the ground you know keep working uh they, we had a presidential debate a presidential debate we had four people contestants up there contestants but four uh people trying Candidates. to the president and we had a yeah. beautiful presidential debate that they were arguing with okay. each other about it was great how they did we have we had uh, dr gulan who was running the news <laughs> and he was running around interviewing people and then they would literally put out a paper and they put the paper in the game that you could go and read in the game wow um i didn't realize it was that was, in depth it was crazy in depth and uh they had he even was like role-playing um uh two news services that that were competing against each other but he was both the same so we had to bribe him sometimes you know to get our news out <laughs> <laughs> nice. well, the thing is with, with stuff like this like on on paper like someone who is uninitiated into to RP and stuff is like on paper. It sounds like this, like, all right, I'm going to play a game with friends. All right. Yeah. I jump in the game. What's first get a job. Wait, what? I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, yeah. I'm supposed to get a job. Yeah. Get a you job. Literally like literally could get a job. Yes. Like, wait a minute. This is not why I play video games. <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy. He was a, uh, he was a mega conglomerate. His name was Tyrosin. And he literally had employees in the game that he would pay for them to go down into mining, get to mining or, you know, processing metals and stuff like that. Like you have to do you have to buy people's food to give you um, labor points that you then spend on your workshop to make stuff. So the entire game had an infrastructure system built into it for players to interact, run a business and, uh, you know, have this system in place for everybody needing other people to do other things like you can't do it all yourself if you're a carpenter you need nails you have to go to the blacksmith to get nails and the blacksmith needs someone to go into the mines and, and gather iron and they the person gathering iron needs a cart because it's too much to carry by hand so he needs a carpenter to help him with a cart and it just this circle of infrastructure and uh economy you have to, you can create your own coin your own money and you back it with something i in in this role play that i was so i had, I, had a I, I don't line. know why you would want to that's i don't know if we should go down that path <clears throat> seems silly yeah like <laughs> <Make> a digital <laughs> coin but like in, in my in my role play of this i had a gold mine and i was trying to get the gold to be mint the mint for the for the currency and it was a big role play scheme on my part to get them to do that and it just like everyone oh by the way lots of people 
This is the presidential debate. This is after it, by the way. This is the oh, okay. where the the criminals are stealing stuff from there. <laughs> okay. uh, you should stop. What are you doing? <laughs> if you roll it back, like I don't know, twenty ish minutes, you'll see the actual debate live. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah there they all are. So, like, they're being interviewed by Jake News, who is uh, Doctor Gluon's uh, news guy. You know, you could you can see the name, Jake News. Yeah. <laughs> A little play on words there, <laughs> but yeah, it was a blast, man. Like there are so many people who are brand new to role play in this. It is eco is a great entry level thing. They didn't know what to do. We were just like, just make a character and just be that character. You know, you don't have to keep, make something elaborate. It doesn't have to be over the top. Just have fun. And there were so many in here who'd never done it before um, that just had a blast doing it for the first time. That's great. Do you know how many people? played did over you, the uh, did you, did you win <laughs> oh yeah who won by the way i guess also oh in the like did my criminal empire won well did all of you win yeah did the server win oh no no um oh. through the actions of the crime syndicate uh no they did not win <laughs> so my my that... crime syndicate was dedicated to polluting the planet to raise the water because i was at war with lake town and so we wanted to flood lake town because they were surrounded they were on a lake and so when the waters rose lake town became atlantis oh okay <laughs> not bad and it's their fault they were supposed to pass laws to stop us but they were so you know they fought each other and they couldn't you know they, in the role play in the context of the role play they were uh, Did you just you say know, you flooded a town but it was their fault it was their fault yes they could have stopped us. <laughs> Ubisoft is looking or for they some. Uh, a movie or... <laughs> <laughs> it was all because of that Thomas Chive, Gassy's Gassy's character. You know, we we had a rivalry between him and and my family, the Slasher family, and uh, you know, very just, friendly. He should have picked up those rocks. You know, if he had just picked up those rocks, everything had been fine. But rivalries began on day one, so and we flooded Lake Town because of him. There you go. So what what happens in that situation? Does everyone just stand around, and then all of a sudden, like a giant meteor comes out, and and then the server deletes itself? No, 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 no. You can. They're still playing today. They're doing recovery efforts. Oh wait, the meteor so the, hits. Really? It doesn't it end the it game. Hit. It hit. It doesn't end the game. It when it hits, it there's a huge crater, and then there's small asteroids that. But hit all the other aspects. You are in a bad state of affairs. The planet is in dire straits. So these role play players dug underground and they created a city <laughs> underground. That's awesome. They're living underground now and doing uh, relief efforts to rebuild the world. And they can technically do that. It's going to take a while, but they can do recovery efforts to save the planet. Now, when Lake Town was flooding, they were building walls around the lake <laughs> to keep the water back. So they were built like almost like sandbags. They were putting sandbags on, but they were building walls, and it kept getting higher until you know Cletus tried his best, but then you know it just went too high, and it uh, the entire Lake Town flooded, and that was the end of that. But now they're all living underground. That's pretty sick. So the meteor doesn't like it; just devastates. It doesn't end like it doesn't end the in the game. No, okay. you could keep playing. 
Out of curiosity, know. like, the, does all do all the animals on the surface die? Like, do all the plant like how how bad is it when the meteor hits? It's pretty bad. Yeah, they lo- there's a lot of plant life that's dead. So like, but they they can grow farms underground as well. I think they could grow underground. I'm not certain. I need to ask them that. But that's what um, for next year you should do day one the meteor hits. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, that'd be great. It might be a possibility. We're gonna. I think that's what uh, they're looking at now. They're analyzing. You can call um, it Fallout 77. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> of that, uh, that Minecraft, uh, uh, how you would do, you would like just be on like one square with a tree or something, whatever that was called. Yeah. Uh, that that mode of the gameplay. Mod. Yeah. I, where you'd I have don't know. to like start know. from almost nothing and build everything else or whatever. Yeah. That'd be cool. Skyblock. There you go. Oh, we learned okay. a few things from this too. That's what was. It took us too long. Like, government is such a major part of the game um like politics you mean like yeah the politics, politics and stuff and we, yeah. we think we need to have that on day one in the future you know so like you could have some kind of structure because like when if somebody's being a criminal you know like what what i was doing I, I have free reign for so long to cause so much chaos and there's not a real political system once they started getting the the actual government installed and they had police we had a trial and it was, <laughs> you know, we had uh, Danitaj as the judge and he was overriding, you know, like we had we had people set up as uh, lawyers and, you know, present the evidence, you know, uh, and Cringer was playing Dingus. He was building roads everywhere he went. Cringer's roading a uh, road system. He called it DMCA. <laughs> I don't nice. remember. I don't remember the breakdown of that, but uh, uh, Gassy was the chive guys who became well, like Department Thomas. Motor Biden, Cars uh, Association. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. It was exactly something like that. Yeah, yeah there's the flooding. You can see that it's it's a, it gets way worse than that. So it just goes floods the water. water. <laughs> yeah, it, it goes up to the roofs. It goes up to the roofs. Jeez, it gets that oh high. God. The pollution was like my conglomerate, my evil conglomerate, would created Project Eco, which was the point of like flood. They put they underground. They created steam engines, which like I don't know, twenty, thirty of them. And they were just pumping CO2 into the uh, into the air. <laughs> That's all they were doing. Just pumping it in oh there to flood the Jesus. Oh my God. That's amazing. It's they can be a real game. evil son of a bitch in this game. <laughs> you can, <laughs> yes. You absolutely can. Now they can stop you. Um, afterward, they started passing laws once they finally got the oh, this is a uh, 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 a cult here. Oh nice. <laughs> This is uh, the the priesthood of Gaia, and that's Mandy. This is her first time doing roleplay, and she killed it. Tea with Mandy is her name on Twitch. She killed it. Her first time doing roleplay. And she is, uh, she's being the priestess, and you have to, uh, your donation uh, changes on whether, how well you're saved or not. So Uh, the more you give, yeah, the higher in tier you go on being, you know, Low tier have a twenty percent. Diamond tier has a hundred percent of being safe from the asteroid. Very Scientology. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, she was great. And, and like they had a catchphrase called "Hut Hut," and she had an emote for it. And everybody, you, you would say "Hut Hut." And you have to jump when you say it. They they had a whole elaborate thing. It was just so well done and thought out. And Tell I think me more this, about this. this really. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Uh, so, question with those you with those. Door to door. Door. With uh, with those steam things, like could someone have just like invaded your area and broken them down? Like, is there any kind of PvP or is there any like how? No PvP. How the game it? does not have any life or death. So like you, there's no oh. if you go underwater, there's no life gauge, none of that stuff. So like your character can never die. 
So you're they uh, I think they did it intentionally. They don't want anybody feeling any kind of pressure in that regard that they're going to lose their character or something. It's just uh, how would they have now? Huh? How would they laws? Oh. Laws stops it. Oh, so and in our role play it, in a just an open server of people doing that, um, laws can stop that. But in our role play setting, we have police that would come in and bang and, and tear that up. You know, like we have uh, modding. Mm-hmm. Um, that because we had an incredible mod team who spent a crazy amount of time. Like that camera on the the guy with the red backpack, that's not even in the game. They created that camera and they and the animation for it to, for it to be on his shoulder like that, so he can look like he's filming a live news broadcast. <laughs> it's just really really cool. You can awesome. dig into anything. There now there uh. If I remember correctly, the, the, the devs are going to be eventually adding... There's not even water physics in this game yet. Hmm. It's just, you know, the, they're going to add, like, water physics. They're going to have nations. So, like, you could have... Right now, if you make a government, it's a government for the entire planet. But eventually, there's going to be, like, oh, you know, this island whatnot, have yeah. its own government. This, these people could be their own nation over here, and they're going to add boats as well. So, this is so much coolness to this that we uh, pretty much are planning to do this every January at this point. Is it released? It is. It's early access. Oh, so it's not released yet. Oh, it's not, not released. No. Yeah. It's, they're still working on it. Cool. Yeah, is there weather? One of my mods is asking. No, there's no weather. No, okay. they, they. I hope that's something that they add. They have. It has in-game voice chat, and it's phenomenally good. Like it's that's better good. than some AAA companies do. It's like proximity chat. Yeah. Nice. How many people do you know, like unique-wise, uh, that were on the server over the course of its? I guess still running. You know how many people logged in and played? I, I definitely know it's just like, I want to say 150 at least. Jeez. Okay. Yeah, but uh, online, we could so only support 65. No, no. Only one server. Like, uh, I think it's like 100. And, it was 65 that we could have at any given time. Concurrent. The server limitations. Yeah. Oh. The, the game still has like, when 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 a lot of people are mining in the early times, we're, we're trying to get it up to a hundred. I know Willie's working on getting the mod team to have it be a hundred supported at any given time. And but the server gets to chugging later on when people have like they mine something and then they it cascades like a bunch of blocks on the ground. Well, those blocks are loose on the ground. So like a car could hit them and knock them around. They're not uh, they're not locked in. So when you have thousands of those. You know, because people ain't picking up their mess or whatever. It kind of makes the server chug a little bit. So they're still trying to figure that out, too. Nice. Sounds like a fun... Uh, I, I was... Gassy was trying to get me to jump in. And I didn't, uh, reluctantly now, after seeing all the, the craziness. So maybe next January, yeah. circle around again. Especially if you guys are doing the, like, the, the post-asteroid situation. That sounds like it could be fun. Yeah. <laughs> little little fall know, 77. Yeah, like- uh, I, I tried to invite. I wanted all of you in this. I thought you all would have a blast doing this. But uh, this, the, the, just the way the game goes, anything can happen. And we have certain rules in it, but it's not like crazy hardcore rules. You know what I mean? Like where it's annoying to play. Right. Um, just some basic stuff. But you know, we every time we do it, we learn new stuff. And uh, I just, <laughs> I, I, I can't wait for the next time. Next, now I got to wait a year for it. <laughs> but i got something to look forward to in, in january exactly yeah it's also I, I think having the devs on your side uh in terms of creating a lot of that will change uh, the game 
obviously as they did this time and, and probably next year as well especially if they have that long to implement stuff and you guys are sending them feedback and yeah. all that seems pretty cool uh what what does eco cost just generally uh on oh, steam and, and i guess actually. i guess while you're looking that up like if if your server is not running, can someone that's watching this just jump into a server by themselves? Yes. Like, what is that process? So it's like it's like usually thirty bucks. It's twenty five right now because of a sale. Okay. Um, there are any given time. There's tons of servers to join. Like you could do this solo if you want to, um, or you could just join a game that's already running. They're always running. We have a community server that's still going. That okay. People could still hop in and join. Um. There's a, there's an, I think there's an application process for the RP one, but they'll probably approve you anyway because you know the the meteor crashing is kind of, was kind of the soft ending of this season, um. So now people that are just getting in there, getting in there because they want to help save the planet for what it's left, you know, <laughs> it's such a mess right now. But they're trying. But um, yeah, there's tons of, of servers that get in there and play. It's not something where you have to hope that there's like a just a role play thing going on or something. You can get in there and play right now with a group of people. Cool. That sounds good. We'll definitely uh, touch base maybe next January. See what happens. We'll, see I will add on. this one thing. If people have like, it, if some people might be thinking that they want to get into role play and they missed this, um, there is another role play thing that's going to happen with uh, Ventilus for the Atlas Dark Side RP that's coming out. Oh, Atlas, very okay. very soon. Yeah, it's like it's darksiderp.net is the website. Nice. If you're looking for role play and you miss this one and you're like, oh man, I would like to get into it. Darkside always runs an amazing role play server every uh, every year. Yeah, like multiple multiple ones. But you know, you, you remember Atlas guys, yeah. right? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Atlas was yeah. Uh, that was an experience on Twitch. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, they took Atlas. No offense to the Atlas devs, I know they're doing the best they can. But like, what with what Venice's team has done, they made it incredible. It is an awesome experience to play on that. They, they did mods. They have some server rules. They have this. They have tons of server space on there for like, I don't even know. I think he said thousands of people he can fit on this. Jeez. So they have incredible ship battles. Uh, they have a new trailer out for it. It's just absolutely over the top, and I highly recommend it. I'm going to be in it, and uh, maybe you guys could try it too. You might love it. Cool. When is that? What, Very did, cool. What was the date on that or the month on that? Soon? Well, uh, well, I, I don't know if Vin might strangle me. <laughs> but I don't don't, but, um, uh, don't leak it. <laughs> well, I don't have a leak. I he he's I, he has I don't think he has an official date, but like okay. I'm I'm hoping that he chooses March. Yeah, that sounds like February. a good, uh, <laughs> good decision. <laughs> I don't know how I'm that will do in February. In February. February. That's a real scary. quick way to chase away variety streamers. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. my word. Yeah, <laughs> February is a little busy for sure. Sure. Yeah, I hope he. I'm hoping. I think, like, like I said, he's gonna announce it. I'm sure. I'm. 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 I'm definitely using my influence the best I can of my friend there to go to have him do March, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, that would make a lot of sense. It does last months, so you know, it's not That's like true. something that'll be over. But you know, people always love to be at the beginning. Sure. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Zeke, you chased your white whale, Black Dahlia. Did it I work? Did. Did it? Did you get it? I'm. I know the answer to this, but how long did it take you to get it working? Because I remember this. This game gave you some issues on your old CD-ROMathon uh, back did. in the day last year, I guess. Uh, multiple, multiple days of trying to figure it out. Yep. So let me think. Um, 
I want to say it was probably like I did a full uh, full stream trying to get it to work last year. So that's at least eight, <laughs> maybe nine. Okay. Add like the, the previous year. I'm not sure if I had it the first year, though. But the previous year, I don't know, add another eight or nine. Times. So it was like 20 to 22 hours of troubleshooting on this game to try and get it to work. Because the thing is, if you try and go back and play old games or you remember like trying to play games with your PC, uh, not everything was universally compatible. So you had to have uh, fixes and workarounds and all that kind of stuff. If you remember the days of trying to like, they would ask you, what sound card are you using? And anybody who was like, uh, you know, 25 or, or 25 or younger is just like, what the fuck is a sound card? Dude? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? SB? What? What's SB? I don't know what the fuck that means. SB, Sound Blaster. How about an A32? You, 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 you up on that? You got your Roland MIDI player? MIDI? You know, that kind of shit. But more often than not, it's audio, audio problems with old games, with old CD-ROMs. And that's what this one had for sure. Uh, last year, we almost had it. <laughs> Except there was a stutter in the video. And it wasn't matching up to the audio. So we were trying to fix that, trying to fix that, trying to fix that. Uh, and uh, all credit due to uh, Hookah91, who is a uh, regular viewer and, and sub of mine, who took it upon themselves. It was like, we're going to get this fucking working next year. You mark my words. <laughs> and I was like, all right, buddy. You are intense about this. Like, okay. <laughs> so uh, who can spend, like, I'm, I'm guessing a little bit of time last year, like, thinking about it, looking at stuff. Like, all right, here's the, here's the patch for you. All right, dude, let's go. So uh, what ended up working was was a a, uh, a newer patch, or I don't know if it's a newer patch, but, like, a patch we didn't find before that worked with the game through a program called uh, Win... Oh God! What was it called? <laughs> it was called like WinDF DX or something like that. That you run, you run Black Dahlia inside this program, and then the program runs it from there and it fixes it. It's like a, <clears throat> you know, it's like a virtual <laughs> machine inside of a virtual machine yeah. type setup. Okay. Yeah, well, not a virtual machine, but just like a patch. Uh, like the, you run the you run the game inside the patch. Like the patch is not in the game. Patch and en go encompasses the game, like sure. kind of a thing. But anyway, um, so we finally got it working. It only took a couple hours, and we got to we got to play it. And I was fully expecting, and actually some like kind of hoping that uh, it was going to be bad. <laughs> that it was awful after all this work. Well, and people saying like. Uh, um, Oh, DirectX Rapper. That's what it was. Dexter the Dragon. That's I'm guessing that's what it was. Anyways, um, I was kind of hoping it was going to be a bad game. So I could be like, all right, hilarious. Spent, you know, however many hours trying to get this game to work, and it sucks. So we'll, we'll just stop playing it two hours in. It actually is not too bad. It wasn't too bad. The, the, the FMV the, uh, was pretty well acted. The story was intriguing, uh, albeit misleading. Like, if you know anything about Black Dahlia, like the Black Dahlia murder, yeah, uh, it took place in L.A. It was a, uh, a, a gal who wanted to be a star 
out and she wanted to be a Hollywood star, right? And she ended up being like dismembered and, and sliced up and all this kind of stuff. And it was never, it was unsolved mystery. So I was like, okay, I'm ready for this. Like, we're going to do an unsolved mystery. It actually takes place in Cleveland uh, during the 1940 41, the Torso Murders, which was an actual thing, um, which has similarities. Oh, weird. Yeah, it huh. has similarities to um, the Black Dahlia murder. But the Black Dahlia actually ends up being something within the game, like an item within the game. So it has nothing to do with that, but the similarities like that between the sucks. murders are there. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> but it ended up being kind of a cool like Indiana Jones uh, type of thing because it had to do with like uh, it was before America uh, entered World War II and it was uh, 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 Europe, it was called the European War from like from the states, it's like ah, Europe's all over there fighting the Nazis and you know all that stuff. Yeah, but uh, there was a lot of like uh, political intrigue and and uh, you you actually are an agent of the COI, which was the precursor to the CIA. Um, and I can't remember what COI stands for, but it was it's similar to the CIA. They they deal in intelligence, and uh, you are uh, tasked to figure out what. What kind of Nazi German uh, 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 what was it sleeper cells maybe or like undercover uh, German plot? And that's why you're here to to figure to suss out what's going on and stuff. And it ends up like leading you to like this whole like cult cultist thing that ha- that's happening. I only played through half the game. Like, I got to disc four. It's eight discs, by the way. Oh wow! Um, yeah, it's a it's a big fat game. Um, oh, and also I forgot to mention. Part of the reason why this is this has been my white whale is not be, not only because it t- took so long, but last year, last CD Ramathon, towards the end of the stream, I was like, "All right, let's try something again." And I, I like dropped disc two, and I was like, "Oh, let me grab that," and I rolled right over it, just I shattered. That. And I was like, "Well, that's it then, I guess, for this year of trying to play this game. <laughs> I guess we'll try it again next year when I have like another copy of it." So I ended up getting like a. A whole disc set, a whole eight discs uh, off of eBay, disc-only set. And, uh, yeah, so it, had, it's, it was a cursed game. But it ends up being fun, and we. I want to say it took too long to get to Dennis Hopper. He was on the billing, you know. It took three discs to Dennis get to Hopper's Dennis Hopper. Dennis in this game? Yeah. Uh, there's actually, like, a rumor or whatever a story behind the story is uh, one of the producers or developers or whatever publishers of this game or of this company that made the game uh, is like a golfing buddy. And he's like, hey, we're making this game, Dennis. You want to, is like, yeah, you're my pal. Sure, I'll fucking Dennis hopper it up in your game. So, yeah, he was he was in it. Took too long to get to him, but he was, it was worth it. He's, you know, he's Dennis Hopper. He's Dennis Hopper, crazy. Yeah. 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 Um, the, the, I stopped playing it, and the reason why I didn't continue playing it is you're kind of, you're kind of looking at it right now. It's fucking tedious. There's a lot of old on it. A lot of old on the point and click front. Like you gotta, if you want to, I had to use that phone so long and okay. It was one of those times where you use that phone. It's a rotary phone. So you have to click every number and wait for it to come back. And you ask for the, for the correct name and the game being the asshole that it is gives you five aliases for the same person and the other thing is 
not only first names, but last names too. So that's a lot of numbers that you have to dial. You it, like there was Lou, Lewis, Fielding, Fielder. Uh, like I can't remember. It was like Fieldenstein or something like that. And you have to try like all the permutations, and you type it in. You type it in, and uh, if you don't have the one exact thing, Fisherwald. That's what it was. Fielding, Fielding, Fielder, Fish, uh, a Fisher, and Fisherwald. And Lou and Louie, or Lou and Lewis are the names. Um, and you have to know that he, the only name that works is Lou Fisterwald. And it took me a Ooh. fucking long time to get <laughs> to the proper name. And uh, that is part of the old. Like, sure. that's part of the old. They're not forgiving at all. And there's apps, they give you no reason as to why. It has to be Lou and not Lewis. Fisterwald, I understood, but whatever. The other old thing, the other thing that made me not want to play it, like there is, there was a a physical puzzle. Uh, it was a um, like a, a, a telescope shape thing with like uh, um, rings on it, and you click on the ring and drag it to turn it, and it is not precise. So you end up like clicking on something and dragging the wrong ring and you're like, God fucking damn, it's like <laughs> drag it back and hope it registers correctly. And by the end of that stream, I was like, I'm not playing this anymore. It is, I am, I am too spoiled. I will not, <laughs> I could not be arsed to play this again. Thank you very much. Next game. Yeah. So that's why I quit playing. But back <laughs> in the day, I would have totally, totally played all the way through it. Yeah. Old black. Well, at least I'm, I'm glad you got it to work. Right, like after after what last year, long long ass time. I'm glad it got to work. You caught yeah. the white yeah. whale, yeah, and then released it. Apparently, he did. Yeah, he did. Oh, I did uh, counterfeit bagel. I did play uh, King's Quest Six. I played it. I played it all the way through. I saw the credits twice. I got uh, at the highest. I got ninety percent of the ding. You know the the <laughs> you did it right. You did the right thing. Yeah. Like I got ninety percent of those. So I got the. The fast ending, the meh ending, but I didn't get the super happy ending. Got it. I want to talk about a real fucking video game, Zeke. I want to talk Dude. about Star Wars Jedi Knight Dark Forces 2. Yay! Listen, after playing Dark Forces 1 and being absolutely, in, not, not, I mean, not enthralled, but like, I enjoyed the fuck out of playing that game. I had so much fun playing that. Uh, I did not expect to have as much fun as I did. I didn't even know it was an FPS, to be honest with you. I was like, all right, Star Wars Dark Forces. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I'll play. Everybody seems super hype about it. I see what the hype was about. It's a very fun game, and it's still a very fun game. There's there's very little old on it uh, in the in the previous game, in the in the fact that you can use the mouse to go, uh, you know, look. Yeah. But you can't use the mouse to face up and down. You have to use – I actually put them on the mouse – uh, thumb buttons to look up and to look at. Um, the auto aim really helps with that. Game. This game fixed that. It's all mouse look. Awesome. Uh, the keybinds were made by someone who I'm guessing has broccoli for hands <laughs> or something. Okay. Like I can't explain yeah. we all why know they about old broccoli the hands. Yeah. <laughs> the legendary put- developer <laughs> Lucas. Oh shit, this is a broccoli hands game? 
And he was working with Suda 51. Holy shit. Yeah, there's Kojima. Be- there's Suda 51 and yeah. old uh, Brock last name Lee yeah. Hands. Yeah. <laughs> Lee Hands. Yes. Actually, Lee is his middle name. <laughs> Brock Lee Hands. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, but yeah, like the, the key bindings were all fucking weird and all over the map. Um, so I that, that was a kind of a chore. Like after getting it running, this game was a bitch to get running too. Um, it didn't work and really no for the same same reasons um i wasn't satisfied excuse me i wasn't satisfied with black dahlia the same reasons i wasn't satisfied with this it wasn't perfect it has to run the way i want it to run the way it's actually not even the way i want it to run the way it's supposed to run Mm. the way the developers intended you to see it and play it um so i uh i worked through some stuff there was audio issues uh, I finally, I was like, at the end of two hours, I was like, we got it, guys. We got the game. It looks good. It's full. Like, you know, it's it's four by three, but it's full screen. Got it. We're looking good. And then I go to fire the blaster, and it's like, pew! <laughs> pew! And I'm like, God, fuck, damn it. So we went through all these all these fixes to try to, like, like uh, make it work. We, we actually found, uh, it took some time to find a way to get Sound Blaster to work on windows xp which is not normally like compatible with or or doesn't like it or doesn't have it so we tri- we found some programs to do that uh we got it same problem delayed because we, we tried to run it on windows 95 first because it's a 97 it's, the game is from 97 so we tried to run it on windows 95 um and it worked but it was it had some problems delay crackling audio sounds um so we're like all right let's try xp xp is usually pretty stock standard like w- usually will work same problems. Got Sound Blaster to work. It was playing the music, but it was all delayed and all this shit. So we eventually had to do the same thing again. Get it to run on Windows 10 with a uh, with a patch in order for it to be compatible with uh, our uh, current modern settings and all that kind of shit. Yeah. And then we eventually like worked through it. It took like four hours to like get to that point because if at all possible, I would love to run the game from an old os so you get that feeling you know you get that you know that like that that, it's like playing on a normal nintendo instead of an emulator yeah exactly exactly um and people ask like people have asked me before like why don't you just get an old computer it's like i i don't want an old computer with you know that's just more shit i I have i have a i have a pc with like five different os like vms that i can run shit on yeah and an old computer is old and it would take way longer and then you'd have to figure out how to capture it yeah what happens if you want to play a game that runs on hardware that's that's more recent than that computer and then if something breaks you have to figure out how to replace it which is probably expensive yeah yeah doesn't make any sense so yeah the hardware breaks nightmare situation yeah once we got it running patched it windows 10 all that kind of shit it is just as good as the as 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 dark forces one so far I mean, I've only got like three hours into it, so yeah. uh, it is. It's difficult, immediately more difficult than Dark Forces One, um, because they 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 learn something from like from the first game. Like, if there's a combination of people shooting and punching, that'll fuck them real good, because the punching ignores ignores your shield. The blaster will hit the shield, but the punching will ignore it. So you'll take straight up just physical damage from anybody who is close to you. So they hit motherfuckers around corners. They hit them like they <laughs> pop up. They, 
you know, you go down a hallway and there's one like in a, in a blind corner, like they just really like, they stick it to you a lot of times. Um, but that's part of the fun of it. Uh, one of the other things I want to, I want to pat myself on the back for that I accomplished first time. Someone was like, there was a platform that I couldn't get to and I couldn't see a, a, another way to get to it. No, like drop from the ceiling, no jump from anywhere else. And I was like, fuck, how do I get to that? Sorry. I was right. My, no, how do I get to that? One of my chats said, uh, do a grenade jump. Oh like, yeah. They, grenade jumps. But the devs wouldn't put a grenade jump in there on purpose. Like a grenade jump is an exploit as far as I know. Right. Nah. <laughs> Me too. I was, I was like, yeah, I was completely unaware of that. But yeah, I just, I threw a grenade down. It it blew up and I tried to jump on the same, like as close to the frame as it blows up. Boop, and I was just like up there. I'm like, Hey, <laughs> that's pretty easy. <laughs> I did a gamer thing. Yeah. We were talking about respawn, uh, making an FPS. If this is like where they draw from, that's very exciting. Uh, this is some of my like favorite games to play back in the day. Uh, oh yeah, it's good stuff. It's really good stuff. This was this oh. is Kyle Katarn, right? That's who the character is. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Play Kyle Katarn again. Yeah. Uh, who is on his? He was accepted to the Jedi Academy, and then uh, his mom was already dead, I think, and then his dad was killed by a dark Jedi. So yeah. we got a Batman situation going sure. on, and he's trying to find the dark <laughs> Jedi. And also, like, if I, I put it to chat. I said, hey, chat, light, dark, a little bit of both. Overwhelmingly dark. I was like, all right, I'm yeah. killing all the innocents, all the droids, anything I find. Anything that moves that can be killed, I'm killing it. Just I'm in case. Chat you light. Because there is a morality, like, scale, I guess, in this game. That, sure. Um, I, I, I wasn't in the first one. So I'm definitely doing dark side playthrough and uh, killing everything that moves. And I'm having a ton of fun and i can't wait to get back to it i'll probably i don't know how long the game is but i'm guessing at least two to three more streams so tuesday wednesday look forward to more if you want to watch some dark forces there i'll be playing it sweet it's good stuff it's a good game by the way burke i gotta ask has nothing to do with games you watch uh episode five of mandalorian yes okay good boba fett or or yeah oh. boba fett i've done that every time <laughs> i've talked about boba fett. I see the confusion though <laughs> No, no, I do that because I just call it Mandalorian because it's it's the same exact show. It's it's an in between, you know. It, it it's yeah. what it is. Yeah. No, I I'll never mess anything Marvel. I'll never mess anything Star Wars. I'm I'm too hyped for that stuff. Okay, good. One of the same then. One of the same. Uh, I watched it. it was good. What was that? I watched it. It was good. Now that you care. Oh, I didn't know you were. Man. I didn't know you were watching that. Look, yeah, I'm with Co every more. week where it's like, hey, did you check out that from three years ago? You know, the greatest show of all time. What's a TV show? <laughs> you know, it was a lot yeah, of give more. Me, give me like a week. Two. Okay, a week. And then I'm gonna this. just hibernate. <laughs> I, yeah, I've decided to Girl's skip all the games like, in February. Yes. And just catch up on TV shows. So it's going into hibernation. He's gonna watch yeah, every show of the past twenty years. Got like Arcane and Winter Season Two and yeah. Cowboy Bebop remakes. So I can hate myself and just all sorts <laughs> of stuff. You don't get to see it. We have a little conversation before the show starts. Like we have a little time to just chat. Yeah. And uh, like today, I was like, "You ever seen this show? It's called Seinfeld." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
I actually just I just wrapped up watching this awesome one called Full House. Nice. And um and I figured I needed something new, so I'm checking out Seinfeld and uh and uh Clarissa explains it all. I think was Time the other one. Time oh man, you and Cletus would get along beautifully. All he does is like <laughs> old sitcoms and stuff. That's all he likes. Yeah. We tried to marathon uh, Lord of the Rings with him because we were like, well, first we did Marvel. Like he's never seen Marvel, so we did. Cause like, never okay, seen ninety-five percent of Marvel stuff. Oh my gosh! Like you know, from somebody like me, I like, grew up within the nineties where Marvel movies were like a joke. You know, <laughs> the Captain America with the plastic shield. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, seeing it now, these these heroes that we grew up with on on live screen, it just. Uh, and it was, so we marathoned it with Cletus, and he loved it. First time he ever saw it. Then we marathoned Lord of the Rings, and I know I'm going to drive him crazy here, but we marathoned it with him. We were like, well, what would you think of it? And he was like, hey, it's, it's all right. You know, that, like, oh, you didn't, you didn't you get did. into that? And he was like, well, I didn't really like it because you know, I just wanted to hang out with you guys. And we're like, no, don't do that to us. If you're not into it. Don't just tell us you don't want to watch it. Don't force yourself to watch it because you didn't. You weren't into it. Burke, if I ever play on the Eco server, he can't be on it with me. That, those are just the rules now after learning that. <laughs> like, Dude, I haven't <laughs> even seen the second and third one. Yeah. I, I don't interact with Come Outside the Show because of that very reason. <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't seen the second and third Lord of the Rings? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I haven't yeah. seen okay. it. Yeah. First, first one's okay. I just marathon him again. This one is the worst. It's it is pretty. It gets it gets pretty boring in person. Uh, no, 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 in my no. opinion, Burke. It doesn't, it doesn't this is really get any. I haven't seen. Now you know why I don't ask Zeke or Co for. The I haven't TV seen movie any opinion. of the Star Wars movies after one. I saw the, the three classics and the and the first of like the one with little tiny baby Anakin, yeah. and then I was like, you know what, dude, the fucking books were the same. Fellowship was boring. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, God damn it, why am I forcing myself to do this? And then I tore through the last two. I was like, that's how you write a book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just now listening to the book. Like, I can't, you know, I, because the way my brain is, like, reading, like, takes me a while. But using Audible, Andy Zirkus just did, in 2021, a full reading of Fellowship. Oh, and it? Wow. All the way through. Yeah, he's reading it, and he's voicing the characters. He has his normal reading voice for like, you know, there was a tree on a rock, you know, and then he did when Gandalf shows up, he's like, oh, you're Hobbit, you know, huh. <laughs> like, I'm like, I know when he gets to Smeagol, he's going to do the voice, you know, <laughs> and I can't oh, wait true. to get to that. Yeah. I wonder. I, I <laughs> also, I'm biased. I'm biased because I did not. I also like, hope you want another hot take? I hated the way they, they portrayed or not portrayed, but I hated the voice of Smeagol. And the reason why for that is because (laughs) it was perfected in the cartoon Hobbit. His voice was so haunting. I've never heard that. And good in the, in the cartoon Hobbit. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) is it because it comes off jokey Zeke? Is that why you don't like it? Or is it because it became a joke? Yeah. Okay. It doesn't, it didn't sound serious. Like in, in the cartoon Hobbit, it sounded like an actual person's voice that had gone crazy. It was great. My valid. This day, present, habit says. Yeah. They stole it. And like, you can feel the madness and it's so good. I get what you're saying. I actually, dude, I remember seeing that many times as a kid and I'd yeah. never thought about it until you said it. And you're absolutely right. Uh-oh. He actually sounded like completely deranged. Like that line you just said, actually, it, it like it awakened that memory. <laughs> yes. Oh man. Yes. And he's like 
paddling is yeah underwater. Oh yeah. damn, that'll happen. Yeah. Cool, that'll happen. Uh, Co, I know you've been playing a bunch of stuff. Elix, Shadow Warrior. Uh, how's the Elix? Just finished two today. Oh, you started Shadow Warrior too? Yeah, yeah, I just saw that. Done. I'm done with it. You're done oh, with man. Elix, or you're done with? Uh, Shadow Warrior. Oh, I, okay. I I okay. did Shadow Warrior one and two, and oh my god, those games are such oh. hidden gems. Okay. They're so good. I can't recommend them more. They are hilarious. They're full of Wang, and <laughs> it's just it. They're so they're so good. Two especially. Like I okay. I'm you. We want some hot takes. We want some hot takes. Here we go. Hot takes for games. Uh, Shadow that... Warrior Two is a better looter shooter than any of the Borderlands games. Woo! Spicy yep. take. Having I, not played Shadow I, I Warrior, I have more two, fun uh, playing it. I have more I fun with the customization. I think that the stats are better done. I I I enjoy Borderlands Two for a looter shooter more than any of the Borderlands games. Um, it just does it super well. Like they did a great job with it. Um, it's it's. It's really, really, really fun. I like the world better. I like the levels better. I think the weapon system, the weapons are more interesting and better. Um, yeah. I There's rarity. There's upgrades you can do. There's things you can do to farm and give them enhancements. You can play with the different mods. You can craft with them. Like, it's it's pretty awesome. Great. It's just great. What do the... Uh, the cell the shading of Borderlands and the more realistic look of this, does that have, like, something to do with it or not? No, for me, it's more the mechanical stuff. So, like, okay. I like the that it basically you can you can get a gun, you can spec it how you want with the different um, the different ways, like the 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 all the different um, gems that you can put into them have a lot of different things that you can do. So you can make it so they can freeze, you can make it so they can electrify, you can make them fire different percentages of them, you can make them just do bullet damage. Uh, you can tweak with all their base stats as well. Then there's also stuff on top of that where you can like improve all their stats and. The guns themselves are also very different as well. So, like, you know, there's shotguns that have... Oh, and they, and they can have a, a random passive perk as well. So, it's just, there's just lots and lots of customization on top of RNG stuff. Yeah, but is there a claptrap? <laughs> uh, they're not... No, thankfully. You know, the best character in Border... <laughs> yeah. I can't finish that statement without laughing. Sorry. <laughs> no, there's tons of different guns. They, they all have different effects on them. They, there's rarity levels as well. There's rarity levels of the the gems that you plug into them as well um but yeah it's just it's it's super cool man there's probably 30 different guns guns are a lot rarer in this one so it's like a bigger deal when you get them uh which i like because they're they're super kind of unique in the way that they work yeah um yeah and, and un unlike without without claptrap this game just has a, a huge amount more wang lots of wang wang everywhere lots of wang giant, jokes, giant, yeah. uh, giant dick, dick joke yeah did uh so. what came out first shadow warrior or borderlands one do you know timeline? I think wise? Borderlands One. I think the Shadow Warrior, well, Shadow Warrior OG, which was not like yeah. the remakes, was like '97. Okay. And then I believe Shadow Warrior One was 2013, and then Shadow Warrior yep. Two was uh, 16. Um, but interestingly enough, like, and this is this is something that's also really cool about this franchise. Shadow Warrior One is a first-person shooter that is a story-based, like, beginning-to-end game. Right. Shadow Warrior Two is a looter shooter with like with that reuses levels like procedural enemies and spawns in the levels like it is it is taking the formula of one and basically turning it from like a story-based fps into a looter shooter it's a very interesting take now what's even more interesting actually during the show by the way a little bit of news right here uh they announced not 10 minutes ago that the shadow warrior 3 trailer with release date is coming out tomorrow 
Nice. Awesome. They like just tweeted that, which I'm super excited for. But when they released Shadow Warrior 2, I love Looter Shooter Take. I think it's fantastic. I did every side mission when I was playing it just because I was having such a good time. Um, Shadow Warrior 3 is actually going back to 1. So where Shadow Warrior 1 was like a relatively standard first-person shooter story game with a whole lot of wang, uh, Shadow Warrior 2 is the the looter shooter. And now Shadow Warrior 3 is going to be like a more cinematic, like Doom-style environmental uh, uh, use and, and things like that. Like they're going, they're going yet another direction with Shadow Warrior 3, which is interesting. So they actually have a 17-minute gameplay video from three that's a year old. Yeah, I, remember I watched today for the first time. Yeah, and um, it's in the it's arena, good, man. The, like circle. What's up? Is it like in the arena? Is it that video? Uh, it's well, no, he's definitely. It looks like he's playing the first mission. Oh, okay. Like, he, I didn't. He, I have not yeah, seen it, that. Yeah, it's then. it's actual like there's story content in it and stuff. So we watched that today, and it it just looked fantastic. It looked awesome. Isn't Shatter, like the grappling Shatter hook is there? Uh, there's lots of like uh, environmental interactions, like giant saw blades going around. You can kick people into, you can kick them off ledges and and stuff, or blast them off ledges, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Shadow Warrior Three looks fantastic. So hopefully tomorrow we'll get a brand new trailer and and kind of get the release date, which everyone thinks is March first, because both the PlayStation Store and the Xbox Store more recently is saying March first for the release date. <laughs> And, and the account is being like dead quiet. So we'll yeah. see if that turns out to be true. Isn't Shadow Warrior 1 like notoriously difficult? I don't know. Or, it's been a way too long since I played it. You're talking about the OG. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about the, the newer the newer Shadow Warrior. Oh, um, it was pretty hard. I played it on the second from hardest difficulty and definitely died yeah. a couple times. It, it, I wouldn't say it's like super hard or anything. Okay. Cool. No, it was great. Loved it. And then Elix, don't need to spend too much time on it. Elix is the Piranha Bytes oh, game. Uh, before we get off Shadow Warrior, uh, just want to say, like, if you are interested in those games, they are 90% off. And uh, you can get all three. You can get Shadow Warrior 1, 2, and the Classic for, uh looks like, nine bucks. Dang. Super worth it. Okay. Totally worth it. Especially if you like the humor and stuff, it's totally worth it. Yeah. Um, they're, they're a great game. Yeah. Cool. Uh, the only stuff with the Elix I was going to mention is still playing through it. Um, I, I love Elix. It's it's Eurojank at its best from Piranha Bytes. <laughs> really Elix is. 2 comes out March 1st, which I am super excited for. Um, I did a, a little pre-stream of, of Elix a uh, month or so back uh, that does give me an early look, and it's shaping up to be awesome. Got all the beautiful jankiness that we expect, but at the same time, <laughs> a lot of smooth smoothness around the edges compared to one. So kind of doing Elix in the evenings, doing it again tonight. Just kind of working through the main story and and getting that all under our belt before two comes out because two happens like almost directly after one. So a lot of the stuff that happens in one is is good to know for two. Yeah, nice, it's great, a lot of fun. Cool. Uh, I played some Pokemon. We don't have to spend any time on it, but I played that game. <laughs> uh, I still don't. I mean, I get Pokemon. I understand why. I just it's not. A, I don't. Uh, I don't necessarily think I'm the type of person that can lose myself to that game, and that's ultimately how i feel about the pokemons i know that a lot of people are currently losing themselves to that current game uh <laughs> right now on this very website and more power to them it's essentially just like a super light rpg uh and that runs like dog shit on a switch uh <laughs> which that new one does not run well whatsoever it's pretty bad <laughs> fps um but the gameplay mechanics seem fun i i think if i actually played like a a pokemon that was on like proper i don't want to say proper hardware but that ran better 
than every other Pokemon I've ever played, I'd probably be a little bit more into it. Um, I just can't stand it. It's just like sub 30 FPS running around on a lot of the, the situations is, is rough. Um, but I played it. Uh, I'd feel right at home after last month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably would. To be honest, I, well, this is I will say, this is like real nice. Yeah, <laughs> JP, I am kind of curious to ask you. Um, By all means, I, I heard do. that a lot of people have. A lot of people are just saying it's it's Pokemon and it's great progression. That's awesome. And then other people are saying, okay, well, it, it looks like crap, but it's still a fun game. Mm-hmm. And then a third group of people I'm hearing now are starting to get a little bit more vocal, where they're saying like, yeah, it looks like crap, and you can say it's a Pokemon game that's cool, but like when you look, when you fundamentally look at the world and like the different biomes and stuff, it's just empty and not well designed. Like after after the veneer wears off that it's a Pokemon game, like it's actually like really empty and not interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, Did you get that. I didn't get super far into the world. I would say I only really experienced maybe like two different biomes uh, ultimately, but. It's pretty like, I mean, what you see right here is the game. Like, this is the open world. There's not too much going on in the grand scheme of things. Uh, granted, once you, you know, once they get into the pop-in area, whatever that sphere is of the player, there's a lot of Pokemon running around of different shapes and sizes and varieties and whatnot. Um, and like, I enjoyed that aspect of it. The actual stuff that I didn't enjoy uh, of the game is the first like two hours is very tutorial There's just shit tons of tutorialization in the game uh and it's stuff like here's how you battle a pokemon you choose this ability and then you the ability it you you fight the pokemon and it's like why the fuck are you telling me this and i get this why it's because it's a kid for games uh, or it's a game for kids sorry uh i understand why what, what did you say z is this something you can turn off no you can't skip uh, any of the uh, tutorialization of the game it's it's baked into the story stuff but yeah that that stuff was a little heavy-handed and it went on for a little bit too long and i've even seen like veterans of the pokemon games say that yeah it's very lengthy uh at the start and they definitely were were super heavy-handed with that type of stuff but um i like i did enjoy running around capturing different pokemon and and you know the rpg aspects of that type of stuff and collecting all that stuff um but co for your your original question like yeah i could totally see how the world feels kind of like sparse and and not like there's not too much going on uh i think a lot of that is just hardware limitations right like it only yeah. there there's only so much draw distance uh that the switch can really provide um but for me the fun part is and i don't this is where maybe i i wonder for like a, a super big pokemon fan my fun of the game is seeing this thing and thinking like, what the fuck is that? Like, why is that guy so big? But for Pokemon fans, they see that and they're like, oh, that's a level 17 alpha Snorlax. I need to get this Pokemon to counter that. And it's like, bro, <laughs> you already know all that <laughs> But, oh, you know, I relate that to your... PoE and it's like, I play PoE and I see that thing drop. It's like, oh yeah, that's got an X percent chance from that mob. So I understand it, I guess, ultimately. But it's just, yeah, I don't know. So what is what is your favorite uh, mashup name for this? Would it be Poke of the Wild or Breath of the Poke? Breath or of the Poke. Breath of the Mons. Breath of the Mons mm, is the Mons. pretty good. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that. 
I like Breath of the Mons. Mons is a wild. Yeah. I think I'd go with Breath of the Mons. I like that one on the spot. I don't know if that's even... How about Poke uh, of the Mons? Poke of the Mons? <laughs> I think that's... I think that's a, probably the best, actually. That might be the think, best, I yeah. I don't uh, think we're going to top that one. Here's me yeah. doing some saves coming. Classic Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> My man. But, yeah. It's... it's uh, You know, it, it. here's what I'll say about it. I'm glad that they're going down this path because I hope that they discover, just like Capcom did, with Monster Hunter World, or if you make a Pokemon game uh, that actually is on, like, current hardware <laughs> and, like, proper graphics, it'll do very well. And that's maybe, like, the one thing that's a little confusing to me is how the literal biggest brand in the fucking world when it comes to entertainment and video games and whatnot is still like this. And maybe that's how their profit margins are so high because... Why would you do something that crazy when you can put this out and like it'll sell billions of copies? Uh, mm. But like, I would just love a you know a a proper gin, I guess is what I will say. Um, and maybe that's on Nintendo for not making that hardware because they don't go outside of Nintendo for all their games. Who could say? Uh, but yeah, I would love that. I would love for like people to realize what Capcom did with Monster Hunter World in Japan and be like, we should do that. We should put all our games on PC and make extra money. But, you know, who knows? Who could say? We'll see if that ever happens. Probably won't. <sighs> phone games look better. Uh, Yeah. I Genshin Impact definitely runs better on phones than this game does on the Switch. I would agree with that. Having played that. Uh, it's, Ouch. Yeah. It's a, it's, yeah. Makes a lot of sense. So. Burke, do you have any? Are you a Pokemon fan that I've just insulted for the past fifteen minutes while I'm there quietly? <laughs> uh, you're good. Uh, it's, okay. There's not much in either. Um, I, I don't think I've ever even played one before. Yeah, it's really oh, weird. No. Uh, there's, I'm always surprised by the like, kind of large friend group that I have that don't play Pokemon. Uh, yeah, and I, maybe a lot of it has to do with they're just like PC gamers, but. I also have, you know, uh, folks like Strip and, uh, and kind of his entire friend group that like love this shit and have been lost in this game for the past 48 hours or 72 hours and are just playing it nonstop. Um, a lot of it's nostalgia too, right? Like they all played it on their Game Boys back in the day. So yeah. And you watch the cartoon and that was, that was hugely popular and the, and the cards and all, and just, you know, the audience grew up with it. Yeah, that's probably true. Probably a lot of nostalgia there as well. So. Are you always this far away from the action or do you, can you get, are you just, that's where you're set. Uh, you can set. move. So you can move the, the player avatar around at this point. Okay, you can okay. just like walk around as the fights are happening. Okay. Um, but you can also, the, the big deal with this Pokemon game is you don't have to battle to capture anymore. You can just throw the Pokeball out. And as long as they haven't like detected you, there's a pretty high chance that you'll actually catch them. Um, and that's like new for the series ultimately, as well as being like 3d and whatnot. Oh, so you, ch you choose whether you want to get the Pokemon or battle with yours to level it up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. And some Pokemon can't be captured unless they're, you know, low HP and blah, 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 blah. There, there's different restrictions for all that. Um, but it's Pokemon. I, I tried again. <laughs> I was hoping this would be the one that swayed me over. Uh, maybe I'm, I'm happy that it didn't because we're on the eve of, uh, February, which is going to be pretty crazy starting this oh, next week. February. So, holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean the perfect, 
uh, symbolization of all that is that there's a Path of Exile league coming out, and I'm not playing it. Right, like that shows. How oh yeah, you're skipping it. I'm skipping the, the league entirely. So that's how crazy this next month is going to be. Yeah. Uh, are you saying that, or are you actually doing that? I'm actually skipping the league. Okay. Yeah. So what are you going to play this place? Uh, let me pull up my my schedule. Uh, oh, probably play Dying Light because Dying yeah. Light comes out on. Thir- well, I we could play it on Thursday prior to Poe. But POE basically kind of exists in this four-day window because then Lost Ark comes out on the 8th. And so if I were mm-hmm. to start it, it would just be kind of a waste of a league anyways because I would stop on the 8th to play Lost Ark. You're going full into Lost Ark? Yeah, yeah. I'll be nice. I'll be doing the one going full into it and also playing uh, or doing the sponsored streams, which I think a lot of content creators are doing. Maybe. Yeah. I don't... What are we going to do for servers? Do you guys... Like, I have no idea. I I'm going to be doing Lost Ark pretty much my cozy streams and doing like Dying Light 2 and, and Seafood and all that stuff. My plan is to basically find out where Asmongold is going and, and not avoid go it like the pole. Yeah. Yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. I don't know how that's, servers that's my work main as plan. Well. Someone said that it's just US East and US West, but I definitely saw server names. So oh, yeah, I, no, names are out. They, re- they release server lists. I've been getting a lot of questions recently, like on, you know, like what server are going to be on? And I'm like, I, I can't tell you now because the last thing I want to do is like say something early. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, yeah. I'll have to look yeah. into that. Are you playing Bert? Yep. You're going to do the Lost Star. Is, is the entire crew playing or just you? Do you know? I think everybody's going to be playing it. Yeah. Okay. The entire crew is. Yeah. We're, I mean, like right now we're doing like doing our Dying Light one playthrough for Dying Light 2. Yeah. I know like that's the goal right now is to do Dying Light 2. But yeah, like you said, man, there's, there's Path of Exile, Seafu, Crusader Kings is coming out with its expansion too yeah also console World release War. yeah yeah same time and it's, you have lost ark warhammer and then horizon zero dawn and then elder like what what this yeah. is a terrible time well warhammer they do well. this sifu don't count out sifu yeah, sifu might be a march game for me i don't we'll see we'll see <sighs> i got when did all the game devs get together and like let's all just release at the same time You're well all it, it wasn't the game devs it was the uh it was the accountants that were like, we need to make this game come out this you date. Won. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, it's hilarious. Cause somebody linked me, um, some, some new indie kind of like ARPG kind of thing. And they're like, Hey, you looking at this? And, I, and I'm looking through it and I'm like, Oh, this is pretty cool. And then, you know, I, I pop up in the feature list and I'm like, Oh yeah, this looks good. And I scroll up to the release date. And it's like February 14th. And I was like, Nope, not playing that. Yeah. Nope. There's tons that, no, of games I'm not. scheduled for February That's... that are just going to get, demolished yeah because all these other big titles yeah you're right Co. i seriously have no idea like it, it it's unfortunate because I'm, I'm sure that some of them are forced but any company at this point that's voluntarily releasing something in february it's just like just don't just push it back like yeah. it's it's you're 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 gonna get completely lost in the dim um and it, it's really unfortunate where you could be like a showcase item if you were to push it to like mid-march or mid-april there's like nothing coming out in april yeah there's not um it's very yeah nice. so it's 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 March it's pretty clear too. I mean, there's a few like like I know Cozy excited about Elik too, but like beginning of March, Weird West, Weird West is looking yeah, awesome. Weird West, some, some, yeah, uh, some arcane X devs. Raphael, especially, That's he's been another developer job, right? Yep. I uh, I think so. they're either publishing sure. it or putting or or the devs behind it. I I know yeah. they're involved. All I know is, is that everything I've seen about that game looks cool. Like yeah. it, it looks to be like it could be something really special. Yeah, Strangers of Paradise as well in March. That had some oh, interesting yeah. trailers this past yeah. week that looked pretty mm-hmm. good. Uh, Tiny Tina's 
Borderlands thing oh, in yeah. March. Mm-hmm. So there's, oh, there's some games. Into March. Yeah. April, though, I, I don't think there's very much. So uh, Yet, at least. Yeah. I'm sure we'll see some of these projects get pushed back, maybe. Yeah. That, you know. Yeah. So next Sunday we'll uh, we'll be talking Dying Light for sure, and uh, probably talking about everything else that's uh, on the docket to come out. Lost Ark will be kind of interesting after watching New World take over Twitch. During that, I'm curious to see how much sponsored streams there are for Lost Ark. I think it's going to be a lot. I think it's going to be. Should totally do drop frames in Dying Light two next week. In Dying Light two, it's four player co op. We can kill zombies (laughs) while we talk games. <laughs> not opposed to it, I, Zeke. If you want, if you want to jump in, we could. I don't know how hey, we fuck, actually. Yeah. I'm just along for the ride. You know me, homie. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> well, I think me and Co will both be playing on Thursday night, so. Oh yeah. I'll have an idea of if I actually really enjoy that game. I like the first one and, when I played then, it recently. If they allow invasions in it, you guys could turn on invasions and let the viewers like invade your game while you guys are having drop frames and. Oh boy! I don't they have the PvP invasions that in the new one. Yeah. I don't know. I like that aspect. If they're they're there, we haven't seen a lot about them. They might be, though. I don't think co-op's being turned on in the new one until day one or whatever. So, Co-op is on day one. They say cross-play is not going to be available. Oh, it's cross-play. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say... Thank goodness. I I was worried. It was like, we we were doing this big playthrough co-op of Dying Light 1. I'm like, the chat was like, they're not going to have it on day one. Then, no, chat. It was the cross-play that they're not going to (laughs) have. Got it. Okay. Thank goodness for that. Dying frames, nice. Yeah. Hey, you know, well, to say I we can probably, add, I mean, the guy that voiced the main character, his name is Jonah. He's a streamer. Ask him to be on. <laughs> For, is, oh, wow, is that yeah. the guy that sounds like uh, uh, Troy? Don't they have similar voice, or is that completely? Different? Uh, he's he's a he's a younger dude. Okay. So I I yeah. Wait, he, was he the guy in all the promotional videos? For th- uh, okay, yeah, I know who that is then. He's a cool dude. I, yeah. I was, dude, I was lurking in his stream and uh, I, I was looking at my follow list and he just had Takeshi across his screen. And I was like, what is he doing? So I dropped in and he was like doing laundry or something. And I, I was asked, I was like, what, what are we listening to? This sounds so familiar. Dude, Dying Light 2 got the voice actor for Kiryu from Yakuza to do an entire audio log for Dying Light 2. So there's this audio log called Takeshi, and you can hear Kiryu reading out in Japanese like this whole episode of being attacked by zombies and like what he does, and he's like making his way through this apartment, and it's super awesome. He nails it; it's huh. so good. Um, but yeah, he was just listening to that, like hanging out, and it was it was actually pretty great. Cool. Yeah, we'll see you about next week, Bert. Thank you for coming on, ma'am. We appreciate you being here. I, did you sleep? What like your sleep schedule is crazy. So, what, did you sleep prior to the show, or are you going to sleep after this? What's the plan? No, no, no. I, I slept. I like my alarm just went off. Like <laughs> usually when I wake up, it's like <laughs> it just went off. So like thirty minutes ago. But no, I, I like uh, you know if, um I I in the stream like at four a.m. and I got plenty of sleep, so I'm fine. okay. All right, cool, cool. We'll do some shout outs. Tell people where they can check you out. What you got coming up? Do all that stuff. Well, I mean, like right now, me and the late shift are all doing uh, Dying Light One. Uh, it's Cletus's first time. Me and and the rest of the boys, uh, Gassy and Cream, have already played it, and we're playing through that. We're at the following DLC, <laughs> so we're gonna try to bang that out here on Monday, and then uh, and then it's Dying Light Two after that, and then jeez, uh, probably Lost Ark, you know, and then we're we're, we're eagerly looking forward to eight eight player co op streamer battle to the end 
Warhammer <laughs> 3. We're going to give that a shot and see how that goes. Okay. That's the plan. All right. <laughs> Check that oh, out. Oh, you can follow me on uh, Burke Black. Yeah, that's my channel. There you go. I forgot about that. That's the, you know, the important thing. Yeah, you, yeah, you know the channel. <laughs> Uh, let me know when games die down in March or April or whatever, if you're going to jump into that VR MMO. I'd be curious to see how that goes. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah I'll I'm, give you I might up. buy it and just jump into it off stream tonight and see what it's all about. We'll to I want to see it, too. Yep. Zeke, do some shout outs. What do you got coming up? Well, on the old Ezekiel shoe, we got coming. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, thank you, Burke. First of all, thank you, Burke, for joining us. Uh, it's fun having fun having you on the show and learning about. Uh, and I, I, there's a part of me that just I really want to try it, but I don't know if video game RP is for me, man. But it was fun <laughs> to hear you talk about it, dude. It really is. Uh, thank you to Cohen JP for being uh, my co-host every week. My name is Ezekiel Third. You can find me at or slash Ezekiel underscore I, I, I on most everything Twitch, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, and it's Ezekiel the Third, all spelled out on Instagram and TikTok. If you want little videos, uh, I will be on t- uh, Tuesday. Tomorrow is my day off, um, so I'm taking. I love this new schedule because I take uh, the day off after drop frame, and then I have a full day to take off, and then I'll be back on Tuesday with uh, Dark Forces Two. I'm going to keep playing that until either I beat it or I hate it for some reason. I don't see that happening, but <laughs> that's what I'm going to be playing until uh, Dying Light Two comes out. And that's what's coming up for me. 10 a.m. Pacific every day if you want to check me out. Thank you. Cool. Co, do some shout outs. Hi, everybody. As always, a big thank you to JP and Zeke, and a special thanks to Burke. Pleasure having you here today. Hope you had fun because I know we did. My name is Co. Hi, I'm going to be playing uh, Vampire Survivors tomorrow, our last day before the big February rush. Uh, going to be doing Elix in the Cozy Stream. We're also going to be checking out Waylanders at the beginning of February into Dying Light 2 into Sifu, into Lost Ark, into Total War 3, into Horizon Zero Dawn, into Elden Ring, into Elix 2, into Shadow Warrior 3, into Weird West. So it should be a lot of fun. And um, hope to see you guys there for it. Anyway, on that note, hope to see you next week. If I don't see you until then, and as always, have a great day. And thanks for watching. That's it. That's the show. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll be back next week, whether we're dying or lighting or just doing a normal show. We'll see how that goes. We'll let you guys know if anything changes. That's it for Drop Frames, though. We're out of here. We'll see you guys then. Bert, go get some sleep or do whatever you do normally. (laughs) Maybe sleep. (laughs) Maybe go sleep. No sleep. I'm awake now. It's too late. Okay. All right. Well, don't get too seasick out there. Early stream. (laughs) Yeah, early stream. Get my time stop, Bert. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Don't do that. (laughs) We're out of here. Thank you guys for watching. Bye-bye.